what is good y'all we are back once again for another episode episode 108 that's 108 episodes of me and forte uh arguing with, with each other yelling at each other and generally getting on each other's nerves uh but we are here once again to give you guys an awesome show with a returning special guest this man at this point he, he don't need he really don't need an introduction but i'm gonna give him an introduction anyway right Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the Hallmark Channel actor of 2021. <laughs> okay, not 2022 yet, because like I, he was 2021, right? But like he might be the actor of 2022 one day. We don't know. But 2021 Hallmark actor of the year. <laughs> Talk about Ramon Terrell. What's up, bro? Yo, what's happening, man? It is uh, as always a pleasure and an honor to be able to be on with you guys. That uh, <laughs> that uh, Hallmark Actor of the Year. We we gonna try and we gonna try and level up in 2023 and get into some other network stuff uh, more more frequently. So we're right, right. we're trying to level up. You know, we will go from Hallmark to like uh, um, MOWs and <laughs> what's the what's the other channel where they reconstructed ABC Family? What's what's that called again? Oh my god, uh, what's ABC Lifetime? Family? Man? Life? No, not Lifetime. No, um. It, it'll, it'll come back to me. It'll come back. You know what? Wait, you no, talking about, you get, about Lifetime channel? No, you just why are you just going to repeat that. Lifetime when oh, I just right. said not Lifetime? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what? Uh, lifetime? Home? Huh? No. Home? Freeform. Thank you, homie. Freeform. Oh, homie freeform. one Kenobi. Homie one Kenobi in the chat. Hit hit the freeform. Exactly. Freeform, Who man. Freeform. Yes, freeform. I have not heard of that. You haven't heard, no one's heard of Freeform but me? Okay. All right, that's fine. That's fine. But no, we're going to level up. We're going to get you some Netflix jobs. You know, so you're going to be doing, you know how Netflix like recycles the same actors? Like you see one Netflix original movie or or TV show and then you watch another one. You're just like, hey, I know that guy. I know that girl. I'm very aware of all the actors they recycle. After auditioning us, and they're like, and then they go with, and you see who you lost it to, and you're like, why they even bother? Like, there's no, there's, oh. there's no way I was gonna win against hey. freaking Henry Cavill or something. Oh, no, oh, I, mean, oh, oh, oh I, I, I thought I thought you had some shade for a second. I'm about to say, is there an actor or actress you would like to uh, throw under the bus real quick? You know, just be like, how about I hey, lose I to this person? Oh no, no, <laughs> no, it's it's that it's that thing where you're like. Okay, uh, it's a compliment that I ran against this person, but there is very slim chance that I would have won anyway. So you don't feel as bad when you don't book it. Right, right, right. And uh, uh, but we're glad to have you, bro. Uh, it's been a minute since you've been on, but glad to have you in here. Uh, definitely want to hear your opinions on some of these topics. As uh, I don't think, like I, I don't think I've seen too many of your opinions on some of the topics that we got on. I know what Forte gonna say. About ninety nine percent of what's up here, and I got kind of arguing for everything. But it's going to be a little, a little different <laughs> it, having you it, in, it, in it, the it may, it may not be as bad as you think this time around. Oh, it, okay, all right. I, I like, I like, I like to be surprised. And so again, um, here, here is my co-host, Gaming Forte, GameStop Manager of the Decade, 
Oh man, I would be a little bit further along if that was the case. <laughs> what's, what's going on, bro? <laughs> if you lie to these places, yeah, man, it's been good, man. Um, I was actually, I was really looking for. You know how sometimes you're at work and you're like, I don't want to do nothing but go home and go to sleep. Mm. But I just, I was super excited for this show. It's like, oh, I can't wait for DBS today because all of these people out here cucking about about the stuff that they thought they knew and they really Ooh. didn't know nothing. Oh, cucking. Cucking about, didn't know cucking nothing. About. They, they, they thought they knew They're a lot of stuff, but, they, but they didn't. <laughs> they found out that they absolutely knew nothing. Uh, and also, shout out to the shout out to the to our um, our illustrious guest, Mr. Ronald Terrell. Ramon, I have a question for you. There is a picture that's on your bio. It's with it's you. It's it's a picture of you and another guy and Paige. In uh, um, what's her name? Paige Turco. What show? What TV oh. show was that that you were in? Are uh, you talking about a uh, million little things? Yes, my. So I have so I, I have your book, and my wife was reading through. So shout out to her. She actually really really likes it. Oh. And I said, oh yeah, I I know I know this guy. He is amazing. And when I showed her your picture, she's like, hey, I know him from this TV show. And I said, oh, you do? And she was like, yeah, he's, he's like, yeah, I, I actually thought he was really, really good in the things that I watched him in. And so I was like, oh, my wife actually knows who you are. So you are truly, truly God's gift to acting right now. You're a celebrity. I, 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 I we got a celebrity that. here, man. I was like, I actually had a person on my podcast that about me and my wife are complete opposites and stuff that we watch. The fact that she was like, oh, I know him from this and i was like huh interesting and it, so you have brung me and my wife closer together sir i appreciate you for that i well, appreciate just, it so much you just made my decade man i can't even i can't even tell you so that you just oh man yeah because when i showed her the picture of you she was like yeah yeah i seen him on that tv show before and then i showed her your picture on your bio she's like yeah i know him and i said i know him too <laughs> it was all it was just a super exciting thing but um it's cool to be able to um you know just let you know how small the world is and stuff so yeah, uh when you yeah, when Slomo asked told me that you were uh, he wanted you to come on today, I was like, oh cool, I can actually tell him the story finally because I didn't get a chance to you know tell you that in like a DM because it was like a couple weeks ago when that came up, and oh, uh, okay. it was really really cool. So uh, yeah, definitely wanted to you know let you know that you are you are known out here in these Detroit streets, and uh, <laughs> we appreciate your efforts, sir. But other than that, Slomo, mm -hmm. it's just been a good week in working and playing games. I played more games with Slomo this week. I think this whole in the last week than the whole year, and it's been great. Wait, before you before you go any further, I just mm -hmm. real quick, I just want to say one shout out to Mrs. Forte and tell her I said thank you and hello. I will. I will definitely do that. I'm gonna tell her to come down here and come say hello to you personally when she's when she comes downstairs, probably. <laughs> okay. Uh, and oh. Well, while we uh while we get moving on here, I want to shout out the chat real quick. I also want to touch on something I see a sentiment in the chat where people are tired of talking about this Activision deal. I I'm tired of it too. Imagine if you're tired here. of listening to it. I'm tired of talking about it, but but which is why it's very it's going to be a like a, a footnote in the in the podcast tonight. As small as the AMD uh um an announcement today is going to be in the podcast amd is even on the 
the topics list, but we, we'll talk about it briefly. That's because Slumbo doesn't like AMD. He, he's a, he's. I am I am media. not an Nvidia fanboy. We're not going to do that. I have no that problem man, with AMD. I'm we just always we always knew Slumbo bleed green. We just didn't know what kind of green. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> I am a fanboy of I, I, of zero allegiance. Okay, I am I had I am a gamer. Of, of of no nationality all right that so like there's gonna be to none of that that man likes two different that that man likes blue and green but it ain't the console variety oh my god anyway look, look moving <laughs> on um what i want uh, let me let me shout out the people that's in the chat real quick you know just glad to see you guys see a shout out to that guy somebody being the first person here arcade 4247 blade x spider 13 capono baron baron from level one gaming good to see you bro good to see you sir Corey Hale, Truth Serum, Cat Daddy Lurk, who, Cat, I, I just, you know, I, I, I'm gonna need you to stop um, trying to get me to play games I don't want to play, okay? We just, we just, oh, this, this needs to be the last one, okay? Like, Dead Space to needs to be the last one. We, we need mm -mm. to just nip this in the bud, okay? Mm -mm, that, that's just the beginning, sir. And the, it, anyway. Jarrell, Jarrell Johnson. Come out. <laughs> Callisto comes out. When? It comes December out in the, in March. December second. Oh, March, yeah. March, yeah, something like that. Anyway, uh, Jarrell Johnson, <laughs> what's up, bro? Um, oh, absolutely, Jarrell. Jarrell says, "What's good, guys? I know slow mo won't leave the stream running after hours. At, you know." You, you you know who's the better host here you you know who, who won't do that to you guys but guess what i also know that there was 17 people in that stream overnight and i got a bunch of extra views off a stream that wasn't doing anything but playing music so shout out to you guys it wasn't even no music after a while no it was on loop so, so you were you you're you're happy that you you, you got 17 people watching nothing for for for, for nine very, hours for a very extended amount of time <laughs> I some dedicated it. fans hey, right there it just Disgusting. lets me know and guess what it just lets me know that people really vibes with they, the with they the, were asleep you know no, you listen, know they were like vibe of what listen, there's nothing all, all day's music was that good bro all day's music turned off after five minutes stop it did it oh, yes well, well, I'm glad that they like the ambience of all the little rainbows and stuff that show up on the screen when it Those says. Those were not rainbow. Oh my God. Words fire, have meanings. Words fire have crack. meanings, man. <laughs> Those weren't rainbows. Look, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Hobi Wan Kenobi in the house. Glad to see Texas. Oh man, glad to see you guys. Glad to see you guys here. Dwayne Stone, what's up, bro? So, all right, look, we 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 we're gonna have a great show for you guys. Um, first of all, I guess we could start with what you guys have been playing and so since uh, uh ramon's the guest and uh, i i pretty much know what forte's been playing um because <laughs> i've been playing a lot of stuff with him this week but uh ramon what you, what you been up to man what you been playing in the past week or so excuse me so uh leading up to uh ragnarok i decided to do another playthrough of uh, god of war oh and... me too me too Oh man, it's just been great, especially with uh, you know the little bit of uh, performance uh, boost was nice. And oh, you got a little performance boost. I, I got a major performance yeah, boost because I'm playing yeah, on PC. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I've spent the past like month or so being scolded for being a console player by certain individuals. So uh, yeah, I, I know you got your three thousand uh, frames per second. 
Hey, but when Gotham, when Gotham Knights, I actually haven't been playing play at 30 frames per second is a problem. Yeah, I, I've actually done on a different route with with this one. Instead of playing, so, so I have two monitors. I have a uh, uh, amazing 1440p monitor that does up to 165 hertz. Um, and, but I also have a kind of so-so ho-hum 4K monitor uh, that, that only does 60 hertz. That's like my secondary monitor where I kind of put like, you know, overlays and stuff. If I'm streaming, I just put stuff over there, right? Uh, so I, I don't have to like pull it up off of, all on one screen. Like dual monitors is the way to go. If you have a gaming PC, you should, even if you're not a content creator, do dual monitors. It's just better, right? Why but don't you just do one big monitor? No, no, dual. Dual's still better. Um, anyway. Uh, okay. Uh, so good. I decided like 60 hertz is still serviceable so let me let me see how now that i have a 30 3080 ti found this edition how it could run at straight up native 4k no dynamic over here just straight up 4k with no dlss not none of the you know no super sampling no no ai nvidia software helping things out just run it uh with with straight rasterization and what my frames would be at max settings and like the overhead i have is ridiculous like it has not dropped a single frame so like i'm running it directly at 60 4k ultra and it's freaking beautiful like I, i've got screenshots for days i think i need to probably stop taking so many screenshots because it's slowing down me completing the game and i really need to get get it completed before ragnarok comes out next wednesday it's wednesday right it's the ninth right uh, yeah, because Tuesday. Tuesday night, oh, midnight. Tuesday, yeah. Okay, so I got, I got five days or so to finish it, and I'm pretty much like I may be like in the first quarter of it, so I got to, I got to like really like get get zoned in this weekend to finish it up. That means um, you got twenty hours left. Right, twenty hours of gameplay. So like, it's not my turn to talk about what I've been playing, but like it's been a struggle. Okay, to play the games <laughs> that I need to play versus the games that i want to play but I, i'm gonna go my bad go ahead go ahead uh ramon go ahead continue oh well uh quick sidebar i feel like that kid who showed up at school for the new semester and got like a, some new new clothes and then like the kids that are like a grade or two or three higher they like then they start picking you apart like yeah but look, look at these shoelaces they already got a stain on it those came from walmart didn't they yeah, that's that's me uh console performance and then y'all start talking pc so thank you <laughs> flashbacks um but no something interesting happened was uh when i fired up god of war and i looked at my uh i was scrolling through and i just stumbled across my trophies because i never paid attention to it and i'm like i only need six trophies so it threw me into oh, a trophy hunt yeah for the platinum so it okay. threw me into a multi-game trophy hunt because i don't want to commit to anything that would take me longer than uh you know before ragnarok came out so you know i finished god of war and then i got the platinum then i fired up spider-man remastered got the platinum today and i figure i'm you have to do new game plus for miles morales in order to get the platinum so i'm trying but if not then i'll just get it later but uh yeah so i just uh you know to get the platinum on some games i was really close on before uh, ragnarok hit ragnarok hits and it's it's been i never thought i would say that you know i was you know actively shooting for trophies but you know i do i am an underachiever i go for the easy ones but still i never thought i'd do that so it's been fun nice nice forte 
Although I know the answer, I don't know if the, the chat does <laughs> in the, oh. the audience. What you've been playing over the past week? Well, over the last week, I finished my God of War playthrough. Um, On PC? Yep, finished that early this week. Well, early, late last week. So I want to say Saturday I finished So, it. So what's your total number of games beat this year? <laughs> Six. Uh, Six? Oh, Six. man. Where is after his passion? I remember after his passion, he, uh, said, he, he said he was gifting a hundred dollars to whoever won this bet, and I have got this in the bag. I need passion, the the, the pony, pony number, up, so what to speak. Number you at? Yeah, where you at, bro? You might as well just give that to me right now. <laughs> what number you at, bro? <laughs> because it's a wrap. I'm at 24 games to beat. But go ahead, go ahead, Forte. Go ahead. No, no, I beat that. I went through that and went through it again. So I'm, I'm, I'm 100 caught up, and well, I was already caught up. But you know, I'm very more familiar with what was going on in that game now. Uh, and then on top of that, I um, been playing a lot of Call of Duty with you. A lot of Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2. It's been great. It's been amazing watching. <laughs> I'm not amazing. It's been unfortunate watching slow mo get dropped from the game every 10 seconds. Oh my god, yo, that's that needs to be a discussion. <laughs> We're gonna discuss yeah. that, man. Good yeah, grief. we definitely so we'll, we'll we'll definitely get to that point. But the game, the game is fun. I've been really, really enjoying it. Uh, it's my first Call of Duty, like consistently playing it probably since I want to say since probably Black Ops 4. Cause I really skip well advanced warfare. I actually take the back advanced warfare was the last one I really put a lot of time into, but yeah, it's been fun. Been, you know, really, really diving in and doing that. And, um, outside of that, man, just, you know, enjoying the other stuff that we've been, you know, talking about game wise and, um, playing, um, destiny as usual. But outside of that, man, that's pretty much it. Ooh, I know for me. So here's my issue. Here's my dilemma right now. There's this this power struggle internally here, and um, ooh, Luca wants to know if she can come on. Yeah, Luca, come on in, come on in, Luca. Uh, Luca, uh, um, go jump into the waiting room and I'll drag you in. Um, so I this is the struggle that I've been dealing with, struggling between the games that I want to play versus the games that I, I mean, I still want to play these other games, but it's like more of a like I want to complete more games this year because this is like the lowest amount of, i'm at 24 games this is the lowest amount of games i've completed in like maybe four years now and so i want to get back on that and i want to do what i normally do which is if there's a sequel of a game comes out i play the previous game again just to keep my memory fresh on it because i got a bad memory so if i play just ragnarok just straight up and they talk about things that happened in the first game I'll be sitting there like, huh? Like, wh who's this again? What happened? Like, it's better for me if I play through the previous game, then I can get into the new game. And then it's like, okay, all right. I remember that because I literally just saw that again for the second or third time last week. And so that's what I'm trying to do. But I, I might need to drop some of the multiplayer games that I'm playing. And I I've already kind of like, because like, the winter update for Halo Infinite is coming out soon. I know a lot of people are like, yeah, so what, slow-mo. I'm yep, going so to get back into it a little bit. At least I'm trying to. Um, I'm playing Rogue Company, as always. I am playing Fortnite with, you know, everybody, as always. Call of Duty, because I did not expect to like Call of Duty as much as I'm liking it. 
And so now my time is as limited as it is, is even more limited because now it's like, well, when do I play these games that, that are new and just coming out? And when do I try to keep up with playing like my other games? So like at this point, I have completed the battle pass in Roll Company and I, I I got all the skins I want. I don't need to really play Roll Company for a few weeks now. I can actually take a break on it. But like, and I've completed the battle pass for Fortnite. So maybe I can just kind of pause those games and just play them whenever people want to play them. But like, I've been trying, I've been enjoying playing Modern Warfare 2, but the performance is killing me. I am just like, what's happening here? I, the game, there was this one night, and out of six matches, my first six matches, the game crashed on me mid-match in four. Four freaking matches. It's pissing me off. And it's like, this clearly wasn't ready for prime time. Um, it's not just driver issues, uh, a Capono. This is because because NVIDIA came out with a today, uh, a hot fix to fix some issues that were going over Halo Infinite. And so fix some issues, the, the screen flickering, which you may see in, in my footage here um, of uh, of the game on, on PC, uh, Modern Warfare 2 on PC. And both of them, like, I, I mean, I don't know about Halo Infinite, but for Call of Duty, like, it, it may have fixed the screen flicker. It didn't fix the, the bigger issue, which is the game crashing. And, like, we're playing last, like, late last night with the Brap Squad and, and, and Asian Deli came through. Had a great time. And we're having fun. But I'm dropping every other match. And it's just like, this is... Mm-hmm. <laughs> It, it's it's bad. It's, it's mostly happening to the version of Modern Warfare 2 that's on Steam, which is kind of like weird because usually Steam has the most stable version. But it looks like if you buy it, if you're going to go on PC, getting the Battle.net version might be the best the best route to go because that seems to be the more stable version. Uh, uh, Enrique, Brad, he's playing it on PC through Battle.net. And I think he said he may have had like one crash total whereas i can't go uh an hour without having to crash so it's whatever it is they gotta fix it performance is is booty cheeks right now but the game's fun i'm leveling up weapons although i don't like quite like the 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 weapon progression with the way it's like hey if you want this great optic scope for this gun go level up this this sniper rifle what i i don't want to i don't want to level up that gun that gun sucks like <laughs> don't don't make me have to force me to use weapons i i'm either i don't like they suck or i'm not comfortable with it's just like just 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 let me do achievements i would prefer if they allowed me to do achievements within the gun itself like get 100 headshots you unlock the scope that kind of thing instead of hey um go go level up this other gun and then do that like and get it to level 16 to unlock a scope for a completely different gun in a completely different category that's kind of frustrating but um we do have uh another another extra special guest here shout out to the ash and luca what's up luca Hello, 
Oh, you're super, super low. Let me turn you up. Not me being super low. Okay, I turned you up as high as I possibly can. Do you guys hear me? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You're still kind of tiny. I don't know. Maybe you turn your mic up a bit. <laughs> that's, just how, that's just how I sound. I mean, you, you are tiny, right? But like, just... usually your microphone kind of like amplifies the 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 smurf voice. But like, it's oh it's just God. not. It ain't working right. <laughs> like you're you're still kind of you're still kind of low. But it's but it's it's all good. I think it's you know Discord doesn't like me. So yes, I know. Like you and Discord have a. A uh, hate yeah, hate me. relationship. It's not even a love hate relationship. It's just a hate hate relationship. Discord hates me. I don't know. <laughs> but what, what, what you been up to? What, 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 since you're on, what you been playing? Huh? What, what, uh, yeah, I know. I look. You, you got a new job, so you barely been playing anything. <laughs> but you played something over the past two weeks, right? Yeah, I I played. Um, oh dear, I played GTFO with uh, you, yes. Maslin, and Nautical, and that's about it. Yeah, so. that was fun too. That was fun too. Yeah, it I, I should have recorded it. Um, you should have recorded it. Yeah. I like strategizing. It's a good time. Yeah, like the the way we. I like oh. how Boost Luca was bossing us around, saying, "Stop! Don't go! Out. I got to tell you what's in this room." Well, I mean, well, look. I mean, I, what, he was saving mean? our lives, <laughs> man. No, it was great. I loved it. It was just fun because it was just it was literally something that Luca does in real life. True, but like honestly speaking, I didn't even say anything till near the end of the session. Like I wasn't bossing all around the entire time. Oh no, you, you're fine. I'm just, I'm just saying it was fun. It was. Well, really she, fun. she had this. Uh, so, so for those who haven't played GTFO, it's a PC only game. It's a PC exclusive game, and it's it's very, it's very much a teamwork, uh, co-op strategy kind of game. You're like these four prisoners that are trying to escape some kind of prison, but it's like there's monsters everywhere, and there's like different levels and you you really can't survive on your own almost like left for dead but not as uh a, whole, a completely different setting but it's it's it requires a ton of teamwork and in the beginning we were just as soon as the monsters got riled up it was a wrap we might as well just put a bullet in your own head because you're not gonna survive you don't have enough ammo you don't have the like enough weaponry to be able to survive but it's like if you if you kit everyone out the right way everyone has something a little bit different but useful and you you uh you have you know what to expect in certain situations like when you open the security door you could absolutely like get through things and i even posted like like a little a minute clip of us getting through the screen this this security door with like it was a breeze and it was just like this, was like our third attempt at it. And it, it was just a good feeling, you know. You feel good when you you, you, you teamwork comes together and you, you're 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 like successful. It's cool. It's nice to have a competent team as well. But I will say the funniest part was when I was like, "Hey guys, we have to enter these commands," and you and Mass were like, "But we don't know what the commands are, Luca." I'm like, "The commands are you can you can check for the commands. You can type in commands on the computer terminal." <laughs> them to come up and tell us what we're supposed to do yeah i think that is cool though because it's like it's real like it's real uh like kind of commands that you would put into like a linux um like like a, a linux uh command line like, like that kind of thing i thought it was pretty cool um it's, it's a fun game we, we got we got to do it again soon um yeah, i know i know we were trying to do it yesterday but you know things came up with me and i don't know what happened to everyone else but yeah um yeah i'll 
back next week. <laughs> yeah, because you're going to Cali this going weekend. Going to California, baby. Yeah. Welcome to the West Side one more time. <laughs> you know it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that. So. Cool. Um, are you? We gotta get you on Call of Duty. Yeah, get you on Call of Duty. <laughs> oh yeah, I just bought it. You d- yes, go. What you buy it on? Xbox. Oh, good, good. Because I was going to, I mean, this is at this point right now, like, don't don't get it on PC unless you want to get it on Battle.net. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's good. We got we to get you in there. I, I'm, I'm happy. You know, the more the merrier as far as I'm concerned. But um, I'm playing, I will primarily be just putting, posting uh, on in the gameplay Call of Duty footage. Just because I, I know that some people have felt like, there's not enough people in the community posting gameplay of, of, of their gameplay of Call of Duty. Like, people scared to show whether they're getting bodied or not. I ain't really getting bodied, so I ain't got nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and just just show my gameplay. And, and, unless it's a certain topic. I, where, um, I don't like this idea that, why aren't you showing your stuff? People show gameplay all the time. It's just people do not care. Unless it's convenient for them, so. Big true. Like, oh, That's facts. I like. I suddenly care. It's like, um, you know, someone got on me about like playing Souls games. They're like, "Do you play any multiplayer games?" I'm like, "Bro, I post gameplay. I was playing Halo. Like, right? I posted gameplay. There's stuff on like there's stuff on my timeline. What are you talking about, man? Like, yeah, yeah, I play multiplayer games. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I just think I'm not one of those people who are like. I can't get any engagement on my gaming tweets, so therefore everybody hates gate or any of that nonsense. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I mean, people, I, I have gaming related tweets that have like 300 likes. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, I just, right. I, I really just think it depends on how many followers you have. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? So. It, that's very true. I, I remember back, you know, like I have only have like 2,100 followers on Twitter, but like I remember back when like I had like oh. 300 Okay, look, I, that's still for a lot of people. That's a lot. I'm, I'm, but like compared to say, like Luke is almost like ten thousand, and Forte is like like almost four thousand. So like I'm not jealous of all of you. Anyway. What are you talking about? On, what are you talking about on Twitter? Yeah, Twitter. Um, Twitter. but like for me, it's like I remember when I only had like three hundred followers, and this is back when Anthem was in beta, and people didn't think it was a train wreck yet, and I posted footage of uh, oh and and. That was uh, the reason why the gameplay just stopped is because that's all the gameplay I have for that because the, the game crashed on me. <laughs> anyway, um, I posted a clip of me playing Anth- uh, uh, Anthem in the beta and using the Storm Javelin. It was like a real cool clip and I posted it on Twitter and like I, I remember getting like 3,000 likes off of that. Like if you if if you have cool gameplay, like yeah, post that. If, you, if something awesome happens in the game that you're playing, post that stuff. Like it's people will give you engagement but if you just like it's just you just you know staring at a wall or something like that nobody give, nobody give a damn about that <laughs> so that just, i the people who complain about that stuff i'm like get over it <laughs> it's like get over it man like who cares yeah yeah well i mean is uh forte did you oh well but before i get forte stuff i know forte has thoughts on call of duty um ramon have you played it or are you going to play it no, I'm not, I've never played a Call of Duty. Never really had much interest. 
Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, look, I'm for me, this is like my first time really getting into the multiplayer of a card games in over a decade. Usually I just play the, the campaigns whenever I get them and whenever I've got them in the past decade, I ain't spent any money on it. So this is a little bit, a little different for me, but um, cool. That's, that's cool. You know, no, no, uh, no, no pressure or anything like that. Forte, what are your thoughts on the game so far? Uh, I think if you play on console, you're having a way more Mac, uh, marvelous time than people playing on PC. And uh, I think that's, uh, <laughs> right. I think that is uh, not good, but I mean, for people who are on console, it's great. But I think the gameplay is really cool. I think they slowed it down just enough to like make it so it still has like its Twitch element, but you could be more intentional in the things that you're doing in the game. I do think sniping is ridiculous in this game, as it's always <laughs> been ridiculous in this game. The campers, uh, bro. Like I, the campers, what they're I, I shooting at their. Other so, campers, yeah. Yeah, it's like. Call of Duty has so many buildings now, and like we, I think we were playing the other day. Somebody was, I think, what they was like, when did Call of Duty get so many rooms in it? Why is there so <laughs> many buildings in Call of Duty now? So I'm really, really, really enjoying it. I just don't like the disconnects that my friends have. It kind of takes you a little bit to get everybody back together, and it's not right, like we all yeah. play games together and stuff. So when a person gets dropped, there's a good chance they probably won't even be able to get back into the game with you anymore. But uh, in general, everything is pretty good about it. I'm not having any um, performance issues or anything like that. I do know some people are having like stutter issues and kind of slowdowns. But for the most part, the experience has been pretty great. And it's a really good palate cleanser compared to the other games we play. Like I play Battlefield, I play this, I play Destiny. I played, so I was playing God of War. So between all of those games, it's like a good variety of stuff to play. And uh, I'm really, really enjoying it. And I haven't even jumped into the campaign yet. And I hear the campaign's like one of the best parts of the game. Yeah, I kind of wish I would have pre-ordered the game because then I would have been able to play the campaign um, early before getting into the to the multiplayer. Because now it's like I, I, I want to... It, it's the same dilemma I'm dealing with with like trying to beat uh, my replay of God of War 2018 before Ragnarok comes out is that... I don't really have the time and so like it's like I'm I want to play multiplayer and all my other multiplayer games but then I also need to like finish some things and so I think I think once uh I get a little a little bit of it out of my system because like I, I mean I'm having fun but I don't know how long I'll be having fun once I like I level up all the guns that I care about and I don't really care for Warzone so I'm not going to do Warzone um I don't now no I'm, no I'm good i'm good on warzone I, i've never really enjoyed warzone like that um but i as long as i got people to play with i'll be playing it but if if a lot of other people start slowing down with it like i don't know if i don't know if i, if I like this as much as i like rogue company because i can play rogue company by myself all day all night right but I don't know if I if I like this as much without friends. I, I've been doing playing some games, some so like like this gameplay right here is me playing solo. I've been playing the solo right now because it's still like fresh, but I don't know if that's going to be the case like three months from now. Three months from now, I might be on something else. I might be on some doing some other things. You know. Well, Luca just bought this game, so you better be on here for at least the next thirty days. I will be on here for as long as Luca's playing it. Yeah, um, I'm. I mean, I'm probably not gonna get to it anytime soon since God of War's coming out. So. Right, right, right. 
Did you beat you beat the first one finally, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> no. Oh my god. Oh Luca, man, come on, man. <laughs> Luca's gonna you might be a little lost <laughs> if you didn't crazy. beat the yeah, first yeah, one. You might be missing some stuff. Yeah, but be like, they give me a scissor reel at the beginning about everything I missed in God of War One, and I'm gonna just do that. Well, I mean, I, look, I had, you're gonna be I out of town. To Good. Yeah, I got to the part. I had, I have the blades of chaos. Um, okay. I'm in like an ice area with an ice giant, so I'm pretty sure I'm close to the end. But I don't remember the controls. I think you're like you're, halfway. You're there. Yeah, you're, you're like halfway. Yeah. yeah, I think that's halfway. Fifteen, 15 hours ago. Oh yeah, honestly, I don't really care. The only reason I'm getting it is because Stone wants me to play it. So. Oh, so when we wait, wait, wait. So Stone. I don't even know the answer. You don't want you don't want to know the answer oh, to that question, sir. What, what, what are you trying to say? Because I just bought this GTFO because Slomo asked me to. So what's up? No, I don't even want to know the answer to this. So what's up? No, answer. Been, ask me the question. What's you, up? We, we tell you to buy games all the time, and I do. You know. But I do. I bought okay. GTFO because Slomo asked me to. So what's up? Mm, okay. That's true. I bought I bought Remnant for the from the Ashes because Slomo asked me to. What's up? I bought Borderlands because Slomo wanted to play that together. So what's up? Oh, Slomo, you wrong then. But we, we, why are you bringing me into this? This is you said that, and you and you you jumped out there, and she refuting you, and I'm over here just like, why 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 are you bringing me into this? <laughs> hey, well, listen, listen, listen. Because listen. like maybe if you actually played games outside of Destiny, mm. I would play more games with you. Like you like, and that's coming from a Destiny player. Like if you ask me to play, if you ask me to buy a game so we can play it together. I would get it, but you don't ask me those things because you don't play anything else, which is okay. I don't, I don't either. But like, you know what I'm? I mean, I played a lot of games this year, but still, like, Slomo asked me to buy games to play together, so I do. And I appreciate you. Yeah, Dealer asked me if I was getting Call of Duty, so I got it to play with him as well. <laughs> so, so what's, what's good? So, what's, so what's what she's saying Michael? is, if you want to play games with her, you need to suggest some games to play, but. For you to do that, you will also probably need to play something other than Destiny. <laughs> and, and and now Call of Duty, you play, you're playing Call of Duty now, but like you need to play something other than just, just Destiny, bro. Like, like it's just battle, like, it's play Battlefield all the time too, so. It's like insane that you would even try to say that considering you were part of my fire team. You know what I'm saying? And it was oh, like man. me trying to get you to show up on time for us to play together in Destiny, sir. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> So, you know, come at me again, Nautico. Come at me again. <laughs> this is great. I'm loving this. This I is, this is, this is going to get clipped part. and put on the DPS channel. I, and just... done, I, I done my part. I got Luca starting all riled up. Thank yeah, God. I'm good. All right. Well, I mean, I guess we can move into the first topic. The first topic to, tonight is, uh, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say I told you so quite yet. It's not confirmed, not confirmed to happen quite yet, but it is looking like my theory on those uh, Embracer acquiring those Square Enix Studios might turn out to be true. And the re what I'm talking about is Idos Montreal, it, uh, according to a report from Jason Schreier, has confirmed to be working with Playground Games on the Fable reboot. And so now this is uh, also the uh so there was three studios that embracer acquired from square enix uh there was it was 
Square Enix in Montreal, which they renamed into like Ono Low. I don't know. Capone. I'm about to say Capono. That's Capono in the chat. I don't know the name of the name. Don't matter because the studio don't exist no more. The studio got renamed like a month ago, and they said they were working on a game. And now they ain't working on any daggone thing because they don't exist. They have been dissolved, and the people who work there have been uh, folded into Crystal Dynamics and and uh, Idols Montreal. And Idols Montreal is now working on the Fable reboot, like I said. And we already knew from last year that Crystal Dynamics was working on working with the initiative on Perfect Dark. So now we have the two remaining studios being support studios these elite developers that haven't done that kind of work before they always been lead developers but now there are support studios working on xbox games and so uh, let me throw this uh this question to to you guys ramon what do you think about this it, it, but my theory here is that embracer kind of took a gamble here acquiring these studios for dirt cheap and their ip knowing that Microsoft would want them and then they may sell them to Microsoft once the Activision deal is done for a premium. What are your thoughts on that? Well, from the Embracer side, honestly, I think it's a win-win because if they decide to keep those studios, they're great studios anyway. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they've already got a tremendous value for like a steal as it is. If they do decide to sell to Xbox then it's a win because they are clear i mean i can't imagine a world where they don't get significantly more than what they paid for it so that's a win as well and for microsoft if they if if that does turn out to be the case it's a win for microsoft because they get some excellent studios and i'm more in favor of that actually you know and i know everybody's you know i don't even want to jump to the abk thing because it's just tiring but Mm -hmm. i would rather see stuff like that happen you know get studios i'm sorry get studios you know and uh you know get you know just polish up on cultivating that talent and that doesn't have such a you know a huge dent in the industry versus you know what they're doing with abk so i think you know but regardless of all that i think no matter what scenario plays out here it's a win for whoever's involved like i can't see really a bad side to it as, as long as people stay employed I can't see a bad side. Um, Luca, what, what, what are your thoughts on this? I don't have any thoughts, King. I'm sorry. Like, I don't have I don't have an opinion on this. No, nothing. Okay, it's fine. It's cool. Forte. Hello? Uh, yeah. I'm here. Okay, hey, yeah. Here. What, what do you What are your thoughts on uh, Idols Montreal becoming a support studio? I mean, they're still working. They're work, apparently working on another game as well. So they're working on their own game, which hasn't been announced yet. But they're also working on Fable reboot. And whether the theory, my theory that Embracer is uh, going to sell these two studios to Microsoft once the the opportunity arises. Oh yeah, yeah, because well, we always looked at it was really weird that like Crystal Dynamics was still helping with the um with the uh perfect dark reboot and then now we got the fable situation when it comes to this it just seems like more and more it's like would embracer really just let their studios just be support studios for microsoft studios 
it was like okay you could kind of see it if they were like you know paying them very very well to do it but the more and more that this comes out it just seems like you know microsoft was like listen we can't have all of this uh, extra stuff going on we need we definitely want to purchase these studios how much would it cost for you to do it we'll do a kickback on you at the end of it for you can you know give you a little bit of extra money on the back end for you doing this for us you know it's a lot of different moving parts when it comes to that but i do think you're right on to something i do think when we first brought this up i think like about six months ago that was kind of the way we were thinking it's like hey it was like more of a joking thing it's like hey microsoft's still gonna end up buying buying these studios off embracer anyways because who can see them allowing crystal dynamics to just keep working and pretty much they almost took over development of that game and stuff so yeah that's kind of have yeah yeah it was it, that's kind of the situation we were looking at so i think you're right on when it comes to this and i think a lot of people are i mean it's not surprising but if it does happen i'm gonna be like no this is a whole nother level of finding a way to get around you know every all the sanctions and stuff especially with the cma looking really really heavily into what they're doing when it comes to their acquisitions in the future who knows this might actually if they did make this purchase from embracer what kind of repercussions or what kind of um insight do you think will happen after the fact when it comes to that because even knowing they're even knowing they're not they're buying them they still have to like go through some type of um investigation on it even if it is you know from embracer right right and which like i i tweeted about this and uh and shout out to benji sales because benji sales me and him had a little quick convo about it too and i guess uh, maybe because his following is humongous a lot of people the tweet kind of blew up a lot of people were commenting about it and a lot of people were brought up that if there was some kind of collusion between right. microsoft and embracer that would be illegal that would be illegal I, but I don't even think that's really like necessary. It can still happen without Microsoft having anything to really do with it, with like planning it. If Embracer, because like it's it's not uncommon for companies. Embracer's a shell studio for Microsoft at this point. <laughs> no, 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 not not like that. But like, because Embracer has like actually has more studios and IP. Uh, in their possession as assets now than anyone else in the industry but what what i'm saying is that it's not uncommon for in, in in any industry for a company to acquire another company for cheap and then flip it like the way someone would flip homes like that happens i worked for a multi-billion dollar corporation once upon a time that went through that they they were acquired by a huge uh, a huge firm who had a history of doing that taking companies. It's not exactly uh, the greatest thing um, when 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 you look at it. And I don't, I'm not saying Embracer's doing this to Idols Montreal or Crystal Dynamics, but and with the company that I worked with, this 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 uh this big firm had a history of taking companies that are like really good quality companies but were financially in need buying them and then basically running it ragged running it dry uh getting that share price as high as possible and then selling it to make a profit and so like that's an actual thing that like this isn't uncommon for someone to acquire a studio with the intention of at some point selling it when it's like even more valuable especially to microsoft because if 
if Fable reboot and Perfect Dark reboot do really well, so what are you going to do after after that for a sequel? What you just going to just have Playground just do it on their own? You're just going to have the initiative with like three people at this point do it on their own? No, you're probably going to want Crystal Dynamics and Idols Montreal to help you help work on the sequel too. And so if that's the or just do the sequel on their own, and if that's the case, you're probably going to want to acquire that studio. So it just like it just seems to make sense to me. That's all. See, I never considered what you said about the whole uh, kind of like flipping studios. And, you know, I really hope that it's not the case where they're like, like you said, like, you know, they bought them for cheap, run them ragged and then sell them because that that would really suck. I never even considered that that was a possibility. Yeah, it, it, it absolutely sucks. Well, as like I said, I worked for a company that was going through that multi-billion dollar corporation. And like when when i say run ragged like they raise prices for everything and don't spend on anything so this was a company that like stopped spend like spending money for basic things that we needed to do our jobs because they didn't they wanted to be able to kind of inflate uh or kind of skew the numbers their financials whenever they would uh report to investors and this was just like how it was ran for a good three or four years before the, the corporation, the, the, the firm sold them for uh, a, a, a massive profit. So it works, even though like the people who are dealing with it, the people who may have enjoyed the products for that company aren't is that aren't necessarily benefiting from it, you know, but we can move on. We can move on. Um, Shout out to the 38 people that are here. Appreciate you guys. Um, but uh, um, we can move on to a little mini topic here. Marvel has uh, is collaborating now with EA on future games, multi-games, come uh, a, a multiple of games. That probably sounds better. A multiple of games coming out that EA is going to make. And there weren't any names for like what games these games might be we already know about the iron man game so that's one and then we also know about the black panther games this is kind of it's like it's not exactly shocking that this is happening but like what, what luca what are your thoughts on on ea and marvel collaborating and you think you'll probably pick up iron man or black panther when they come out probably not like i'm not really a big fan of superhero games to be honest like mm -hmm. That's why I waited until this year to play Spider-Man because I wasn't interested. But you love Spider-Man. Yeah, I do love Spider-Man. Yeah. But I've always uh, been more interested in... What, what's the word? Um, I guess engaging in superhero content. Indulging? Indulging in superhero content and other mediums. So some comic books, uh, cartoons, the movies and stuff. I've never really been interested in the gaming aspect of it. Uh, but I did play Spider-Man 2018 this year, and it was amazing. It was a really, really good game, and then I played Miles Morales after that. So that's great. But other than that, like, other than that and Injustice, I don't really play superhero games like that. So, I don't know. I think it would depend on what How kind of look. game it ends up being. Yeah. yeah. yeah I got you. Uh, Forse, what are your thoughts on it? Do you, you think you'll pick up either of those games or... Uh, or also, um, what are your thoughts on particular, like what other games, um, Marvel properties you would like to see uh, get adapted into a video game? Uh, 
I didn't care to even play Spider-Man, so why would I care about any of this other stuff? Just really? Just saying. But you like the anthem. What if what if Iron Man has the same flying that Anthem has? It's it would be cool. I mean, but okay, so the the it's like a fantasy thing at that point. Like, you know, for me, it. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe Iron Man gave if it was if it was portrayed like that, you might be right. Uh, I'm still waiting for that Black Panther game to finally come out. That'd be something I would actually be really, really interested in. But uh, I am definitely interested in Wolverine because Wolverine is one of my favorite. It's like literally my favorite uh, X-Men of all of them. So I would definitely um, play that just because of just being more like um, my, my love for that character in general. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, it's like kind of hit or miss when it comes to the type of games that I actually want to play when it comes to like the Marvel IPs and stuff like that, it would be cool if they did other things like that. But you know, it's, I'm like Luca. It's like, I like watching them. I don't too much care about playing them and stuff. So. Got you. Ramon, save me here. Cause I'm apparently I'm the only one on the panel that really cares about like, these yeah, games. How, many times did you, how many times did you beat Spider-Man and stuff like that? You, you definitely love them. Yeah. Spider-Man, uh, the Spider-Man game 2018 that Sony made, I I have beaten that three times. Twice on PlayStation, on P- one, once on PS4, once on PS5, and then once on PC. And I am definitely getting Miles Morales on PC as well. So, yeah. Well, if, if I had to tell you the, la- the last superhero game that I actually played uh, and beat was um, Captain America. And you know how long ago that was. Winter Soldier. That was the last one. And that game was fun. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Captain America, the game? Yeah. The game is the last one that I played and beat when it comes to superhero games. There was a Captain America game? Yeah. Not for it was the la- it was on 360. That was the last oh, one. Oh, good grief. Like I I didn't even realize. <laughs> it was that was that yeah. long ago. Yeah, it That's was that fine. long ago. That's fine. Um, Ramon, what are your thoughts on this, man? Well, I started off similar to actually uh, Luca and Forte in that I had never cared about uh, superhero games until Rocksteady led me to believe that it's actually possible. Right. So that said, I'm very interested to see what they do. Like, I never played Anthem, but I do remember watching the footage and thinking that the flying mechanics looked really cool. So if they were able to, I mean, they've got, you know, they've got the stuff there. If they're able to, like, take, you know, something like that, maybe improve upon it and then, you know, get a good story going with some really good, like, combat mechanics and things, like something really dynamic and, you know, get the right people for a story, I'd be all in. And, um... As far as other characters, I would love, like I said, again, done right. Like, I know it's EA, but I just, I almost wish the, uh, those, you know, we want to overwork Insomniac, but I'm like, man, imagine, or not Insomniac, uh, Sucker Punch. Just like, imagine a blade with like Ghost of Tsushima Ooh. quality swordplay. Like, yeah. I would, yeah, I, would I can see that. Like that. I could, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can see that, you know, but kind of make it a little bit more speed up maybe speed up the combat just a little bit because exactly. it's like you know you you you're you got a hybrid vampire human yep. 
fighting against vampires is they're superhuman so they it, it would make sense for them to be maybe a bit faster yeah or yeah, a and, bit more like the structural environment kind of stuff you know in a different course a different setting oh man but not, yeah, not for you in Japan, that. but like that kind of like the foundation of the of the, of the yep. combat. Yeah, I can see that for certain. I mean, that might actually be. <laughs> Sony might need to go talk to Marvel and be like, "Hey, I wish they would. We, we can I make a play game." I, I do kind of see your point with EA though, because EA, I mean, like once upon a time, EA exclusively had the Star Wars license, and they lost that exclusive. The the. The contract was wasn't renewed. It wasn't like canceled. They just didn't renew it. Uh, uh, Disney didn't think they were getting the most out of that, which makes sense. I think, if I recall correctly, EA had canceled more uh, projects for Star Wars than they actually released games for it. So, <clears throat> Luke, Disney wanted more Star Wars games coming out more frequently, and now, of course, you're going to do that with having multiple publishers working on the game and not just EA and their studios trying to do it with trash frostbite engine. But uh, I think there's something to, I think, I think, I think respawn entertainment has kind of like given EA a little bit of, of, a, of a reputation boost because prior to that, that people didn't trust anything EA did, but now with after Jedi fallen order and you got respawn working on all these different projects, and the uh, Vince Appella who runs Respawn is now branching out and running more of, of EA's studios. That's it, good to hear. Yeah, that's that's great to hear. They're kind of getting some of their reputation back. Do I feel like, I mean, like EA Motive is working on Iron Man. I don't know. Like for me, it's like, it's good to see more Marvel properties being adapted into games. I want to see more of what they're doing. I just don't trust EA is my problem is that i just don't trust them to make a quality game insomniac i have all the confidence in the world that the wolverine game is going to be awesome i have all the confidence in the world that spider-man 2 is going to be awesome i can't say any of that for any of the ea projects they're working on with marvel you know so yeah but we can move on we can move on uh oh yeah let's let's get into this okay uh so <laughs> um PSVR 2 was, uh, Sony came out yesterday and announced that PSVR 2 would be $550 US dollars, that is. And it kind of set the internet ablaze a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, I thought the whole discourse on it was uh, very fascinating as people seem to just really be just like speaking off of strictly emotion and not necessarily looking at things uh, from what the market shows and whatnot. But let's 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 get into this. Uh, I, I, I'll start. I don't know if Luca's back yet, but like uh, Forte, I'll start with you, man. What are your thoughts about PSVR 2 coming out at five hundred and fifty dollars? <laughs> a niche, a niche product. Is it too expensive? with a niche price <laughs> a niche product with a niche price that those two things don't go together and and let's and, and let's be for real can i afford it yes can all of us on this panel afford it most likely yes but how many other people can afford it i just think they shot themselves in the foot kind of because i thought with psvr1 
the 399 was a really really good price point for them to hit it was at the time i still believed the cheapest vr out there now you're like mid you're like the middle line vr but you do have a um with the biggest footprint to be able to take advantage of it because that was the one benefit of psvr1 because ps4 were available a lot of people had them and then it just made it so if you wanted to you know have a really good vrc you had 120 million people that could kind of pull from it now i don't see psvr2 selling anywhere near as much as psvr1 did because i just think that price point that entry point is so steep it, it then on top of it you got to think about you need a playstation 5 on top of it so you're basically essentially thinking of like a vive index at that point for a thousand dollars you know a thousand dollars to get into the ecosystem and then let's be for real the they, they the 11 games they show uh, some of them were some of those were uh vita not vita i was gonna say vita some of those games were oculus games already that they ported over which is fine um the horizon game looks like to be the star of the show as as it should be because it's made you know in participation of this but it just doesn't seem like there's anything else there of note for people to like really really truly jump in on day one a lot of the games that people thought was going to be there aren't going to be there day one at least or they're not they haven't even said anything about them being there and then i still think the missing thing is this thing yeah it's 549 but the inner blog post i love how they came out and said oh you know and if you want to take your vr experience to the next level make sure you buy separately our 50 dollar charge station so you can free up usb ports on your playstation 5 i'm sitting there like wait a minute this thing don't even come with the charge thing for you to charge for 550 bucks i'm like it, it it's not terrible it's just i don't think it's going to resonate as much as the last one did because i think the price point is it's not like i said it's not horrible but from a, a standpoint of the consumers that would want to buy this because they have the system already they're going to look at this like a 600 dollars peripheral i just think that's kind of the miss on it but you know it's going to be a lot of people that's going to buy it a lot of people are going to enjoy it i i definitely believe specs wise it's awesome it's amazing but i also think that's kind of the 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 downside to it they put so much engineering and so much thought into what this system is going to be as a peripheral they probably should have thought about should this be if we're going to make this this price it almost should have had a standalone purpose to it like basically like how oculus has like you can use a pc to bridge the gap to get more power and to be able to you know get more fidelity and frame rate if you hook it up to a pc but it's its own unit in general by itself for the 400 and for the 500 i feel like the fact that this system has to be tethered to a ps5 is kind of the downside to it and if i would i would 100 be getting with this price if it wasn't something that you have to have a ps5 for and i was really interested in it but i would have to wait for some type of heavy discount on this thing before i even thought about doing that do you have the original vr stuff i do are you a big fan of vr yeah hmm. yeah i had it day one day one my kids had my, my my daughter the only reason i'm really in trouble with this one and the reason i 
because I part of me feels like I'm gonna end up buying this thing because my daughter is a huge Resident Evil fan and Resident Evil 8 VR is a thing and that's the only way you can play it is on PSVR and I think that's gonna once she hears that I think that's gonna make me you know for you do anything for your kids and stuff but she actually played seven in vr and i thought it was crazy i was like how are you doing this for, for getting the end beat the whole game in vr so i know that it will get a use Man, in my house no way no no way bro when i saw her doing seven like that i was like no way bro you actually nope. playing it this way and she no, she 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 went through it and the way in the world you get me to play that she game in vr no, she did me. Yeah, I was like, so she did it, and I was like, okay, so that would be the only caveat to me doing it day one. But for me, I wouldn't play like the games that I would play. Like I'm a huge flight person, so like I did all of like the Ace Combats and stuff. I still did those in VR on PSVR. I did um, the Star like Star Wars Bat. Um, um, what is it? Um, Squadrons. Mm-hmm. Oh. Saber. I did all that stuff. Yes, I did all that stuff in VR. But it's like when it comes to like the those blockbuster experiences, I really look at it as more as like an experience thing versus having to play these mega blockbuster games and stuff. And for me, I just feel like a, a, a unit that has to be tethered to a system for the price that it is, is where I kind of like tap out on it. I mean, that's just my opinion though. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of other people out there with different ones. Let me, let me, uh, let me, let me throw some numbers at you. Well, what, one, yeah. one, that's okay. Yeah, I'll throw some numbers at you real quick. The Meta Quest Pro, which just released is $1,500. Yep. The Valve Index is $1,000. The mm-hmm. HTC Vive, which launched almost a decade ago, it launched at eight hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. The Oculus Rift launched at five hundred dollars. That also re- released a decade ago. The only cheap option there has ever been, really, like there's been two super cheap options, yeah, and they've been super cheap. Because, but they've all, all also been limited VR experiences. And that's the Quest Two, which launched at three fifty, and Meta had to raise the price. So now it's like the minimum is like four hundred or four fifty. Because even though it sold ten million copies or ten million units, they weren't making enough money off of them, and so they had to raise the price too. Right. And PSVR One, which frankly. Look, no disrespect to anybody that enjoyed it, but it's a it's a it's not a great VR experience. It's just not compared to these other VR experiences. It's not. You had they 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 took things that they had lying around and created a VR experience out of it. The 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 the, the, the Sony camera, the move controllers freaking move controllers from the ps3 era they used as the controllers for ps psv uh, um, psvr1 it's not like of course they priced it the way they did oh yeah i knew we knew and, they were gonna do it it's so so like it. when you know in context of what the pricing is for this market like we can't look at it like oh here's the video game market as whole it's not a console it's vr and the vr market as it is this i think 
PSVR 2 is an appropriately priced VR product. Now, if you want to get into they kind of shoot themselves in the foot by not allowing it to be compatible with PC, I agree. Although, one, the PC community going to make it compatible whether it's Sony say so or not. And two, I they could definitely make it compatible to PC once, like later on down the road. All it's going to take is a, is a driver update. And, and frankly, it is when they are get, getting as strong into the PC environment as they are, they, they get to the point now where they're making headsets that and, and marketing those headsets for PC, monitors for the PC market, telling them they want to be the Razer, uh, like be like Razer in, to the PC community as far as the products that they offer. Uh, you have a VR headset, it would be foolish of them to not at some point offer that this on vr but i just don't think that they quite they haven't got their pc infrastructure where it, it needs to be yet so therefore they're not going to talk about it yet but i do think it will it will be natively uh available to to get and play those games on pc once they have their own launcher that they can they can actually do those things from now the pricing and even even with like okay so ps5 is 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 500 to 550 dollars you're looking at anywhere between like a a thousand to eleven hundred dollars to enjoy for someone who is just coming into the the playstation ecosystem to enjoy playing this it actually if you look at the specs it outperforms the valve index in certain areas it's actually appropriately priced for what it is. It's just that people don't understand the VR market and they're like, that's too much money. But it's too much money for who? Because the Valve Index sold out. The HTC Vive in 2013 sold out. Like they they made the units, the, uh, the amount of units they thought they could they could sell and that stuff sells. So is is it? Oh, we know it's it, going to sell. We like, know it's going to sell no matter what. That's what I'm saying. Like, who is it too much for? Because frankly, if you, I, I'm not a VR. Like, I I did research on the market before I went and bought a Quest Two, and I haven't played my Quest Two since February. I'm not into VR. I'm just not. I think a lot of the gaming experiences in VR are more like tech demos and interesting ideas, but not like full fledged, real, all awesome games. You get some stuff where they adapt like a popular game like Borderlands 2 and Resident Evil 7. They adapt that for VR. But that's a game that isn't designed for VR. That's a game that was designed for a traditional uh, gaming experience that got adapted for VR. Like, I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in a completely unique experience that I can only really experience through VR. And if it to work well, because like I've tried Lone Echo which is a game that is exclusive to VR that was made by Ready at Dawn who, who once did the order 1886. Lone Echo is, is considered one of the better exclusive VR experiences. And I, I was just frustrated the entire time, just frustrated trying to move around in a, in a, like a space environment, having to like grab things and then push off of those things to navigate where I was going in the world and the the uh the tracking of what i was trying to grab 
and move things with the controllers it's just it just wasn't intuitive it was frustrating for me and if if i can't enjoy the game and get used to the controls quickly then i'm just i'm not going to bother and i feel like a lot of the experiences with vr are like that like everything that i've played has been somewhat of a frustration for me except for beat saber beat sabers are awesome but which is i think that not shockingly beat saber is like the most sold vr game out there and it's, and it's, it's simple as all get out and of course of course if it's simple and you can enjoy it then people are going to enjoy it but i i just think vr needs a little bit more time in the oven and frankly it's not a market that's going to be for the casual audience for the general consumer it's it's an expensive hobby and vr there's nothing about vr that's supposed to be cheap i think sony may have uh the only misstep i think they really made was kind of misrepresenting what vr is to uh the console market because well, pe- people had a thought of, well, the previous one was three fifty. Why shouldn't this one be within fifty dollars of that? But this is a much well, no, better I VR experience. Than I that. don't but see the thing is, see what you're talking. You're absolutely right. But my my whole problem with it, and it's not even really a problem. My mm-hmm. whole thought process on it, because like I said, they can they can sell it. People are going to buy it. We already know that. My whole the my whole situation with this is. 550 is it too much no but for me what for me is not too much because i already have a ps5 i have i know people that went out and bought a ps4 to play a to get psvr i know a lot of people that literally went out and bought they said oh i gotta get a ps4 well how much are they well at the moment when psvr came out in 2016 you can there i think it came out that holiday it was in october it came out that holiday they had bundles for playstation 4s for 200 dollars. so you could get the whole experience for 600 dollars out the door but, but i think the major difference is that that's a console it, it, it combination that one the ps4 was old as crap right I, that, and but that's what i'm saying but, and, but you gotta look at i'm talking about but i'm talking for the people that were interested in this because like you're right it's not going to be a, a, a it's not going to be this grandiose number of people that's going to want to jump in but i do know people that were really interested and in looking forward to see what this was going to come out at and if they don't have a playstation 5 like like i said if you if you already have a playstation 5 550 is not a number that is ridiculous that is what the unit goes for I just feel like for the people that are coming into the PlayStation ecosystem that want to get into VR and stuff like that, you're looking at a thousand dollar price tag for all of that stuff all together. And that's the thing that I feel like Sony by release, and maybe it's just the fact that they released it so close to the release of the PS5. So there hasn't been any price reductions to bring one side down versus the other. But I know a lot of people when they saw the price, they was like, yo, that's a thousand dollars. Now, granted, there are VRs, like you said, D, the MetaQuest, the what's it? My brother bought one of those, $1,500. I was like, what are you doing? And he probably, he even told me, I'm probably barely going to use the thing. I just like tech. So he went, you know, these are the people we're talking about when it comes to this high-end technical stuff when it comes to like VR. And there's people, like you said, Oculus, not the Oculus, the Index sold out on Valve's website, $1,000 out the door. So, 
but those those are Th people, that's the market that's the, that market. the market it is the market but it's also when you're thinking of now for the people that are on pc and i think it's just a console thing versus a pc like you said i just think for the people that are on pc they're gonna look at that's like oh i gotta buy a playstation 5 i gotta buy this thousand dollars no brainer because i already did it for the index or i already did it for um to do meta and stuff i already did these things i just want to i want to play these playstation games and the, and the entry point is a thousand dollars if i don't have a playstation 5 i just think for the console gamer because this is all we're talking about is the console gaming here that is a that is a price that i think a lot of people didn't think they would go to i they probably were thinking maybe 449 because the last one was 400 when it launched 500 max 550 and then that's not even including the charging base it's going to take it up to 600 because let's be for real all of us are going to have to get a charging base for that thing because um we don't have no usb ports available in our system as it is anyway and if you want to keep this thing charged and use it you're going to spend 600 and something bucks out the door for it so that's the only thing i i'm just coming from the console side it's just crazy to me let me also meta Meta has a cable that connects your uh your a link cable that connects your headset to your PC. Say, say it again. Seventy nine dollars for a a basic cable. That and we also and I know you can buy uh, that cable separately for thirty, but uh, an uh, extra battery, an extra battery for the Quest Two. One hundred and nineteen dollars with the with the with the head strap. Yeah, exactly. So look, nothing. This is this is my entire point nothing about vr is cheap so why are people complaining about this one because if everything about vr is expensive the accessories of it is expensive it itself is expensive and yes that guy somebody quest 2 doesn't even come with a charging base i don't have a charging base but i went all off of amazon and just bought like a like a a a, a cradle thing party. to just sit it on it's sitting right here in front of my pc but like met on a mannequin head but like that's just like everything about this is, is pricey I, I didn't want this to just be us uh us two discussing this luca are you what are your thoughts about this uh about psvr2 um i wasn't too surprised about the price i can understand why a few folks would be like how much is it 550 yeah 550 i i can understand why a few folks would be like 550 that's like I think that I spent like 563 on my PS5 when I bought it and uh, with the price going up in certain regions for the PS5 as well like I get it man I definitely understand that initial shock factor that being said I feel like a lot of the people who are okay give me one second I'm about <coughs> I'm choking hold on let me clear my throat <laughs> I, I do feel like that a lot of the people who were complaining about the price weren't going to get it anyway. Um, I agree. Yeah. I agree with just, that. I agree just, with that. Just complaining to complain, yeah. like, uh, especially since you broke it down slow mo. You know, it's a good price in the market that it exists in. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I don't really. I, I'm with you. I don't understand why people would expect it to be cheaper if, in the market. <laughs> it is technically cheaper than the other <laughs> VR systems. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even with the console. Yeah. You, yeah. And so it's like, oh, but you need a PS5 to play it. I'm like, well, yeah, it's 
PS VR. It's PlayStation VR. Of course, you're gonna need a PS5 to play it. Like that's. You don't just, have to it, have one. They just made it so you had to have one. Well, I mean, the only yeah, the funny, only though. VR headset that you could use without like a PC or something else is the Quest Two, and this is better than the Quest Two. Well, we know it's better. I'm just saying, but you know, once you introduce that, once you introduce that feature. It would just be nice to have it and not saying they had to because who knows how long they've been working on this for a long time and you know that probably was an afterthought when it came to that and maybe a revision down the line will allow you the ability to do that i just like i said in general just, for me it's not a it's not a huge thing it's just that when i even think i even said i, I think when we did our predictions when they first announced it i think i even said it was going to be like 500 dollars because i was too. like that's how much it's going to be 500 dollars. I, I already knew it it was just for me when i saw the. it was just like you know in your mind it's going to be that much because like you said the the vr landscape is is, is slanted that way but when you see it physically on the screen and you're like 550 it's like you more it's like a it's like that initial sticker shock and it just comes down to like i think it's like you said it's the console side of it if this was a pc thing nobody would bat their eye at it. it's just the fact that it's a console it's a console was peripheral that costs more than a console and i think that's where people are kind of having a disconnect but i ultimately think this thing is still going to sell well i just don't think it's going to sell as good as the last one so because is just a higher entry point and most people aren't willing to jump to that entry point to get in. Well, the way I feel about it is that um, considering that in this particular space, as it stands right now, currently, uh, PlayStation, they're the only ones doing VR of the big three. You know what I'm saying? So it makes sense, especially that it would be expensive as they continue to iterate on it, you know? Sure. Um, you know, innovation typically means that technology when it comes out in the space that it exists in it's going to be more expensive and since they're the only ones doing it with, via uh, against microsoft and nintendo i mean yeah that makes perfect sense to me again i can understand why people would be so surprised and shocked especially since it seems like you know console gamers are not very aware of the vr market as it is and how expensive it is in general mm -hmm. but at the same time it's kind of like I mean, what did you expect? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's true. If you that's actually true. were educated when it comes to VR, you would know that this is a cheaper entry point for in, in comparison to the other uh, headsets, you know? So, I mean, I know that I have people like, all day's gonna get it because he loves VR. Like, he's in love with it. So he'll get it eventually. But it always comes down to this for me. Um, the reason I don't complain about certain things is because, like, if I'm not going to buy it in the first place, why would I even start complaining about it? Like, I can acknowledge something and point something out, but it not be a complaint because I don't really care how much the PSVR is. I'm not going to get it. <laughs> like, I was going to get it regardless. You know, I have no interest in VR right. myself, right? Um, Good point. But, like, you know, it's just definitely, it's definitely one of those things. I just think it's another talking point. Uh, a lot of the people who are complaining, I really don't take them seriously because I don't think they were going to get it in the first place, you know? Right. Um, if you don't, if it's the same thing with the $70 games thing. I can understand from a 
if you're taking a moral um, stand and you're pointing out like, hey, the gaming industry is extremely profitable as it is right now. Like, why are they charging the extra 10 bucks? I can, I can understand that angle to it. But at the end of the day, if you don't want to buy something that's expensive, then don't buy it. You know, like it, it really comes down to that. I'm like, like you say that, don't buy it. Yeah, like yeah. You, can, you can acknowledge it being expensive to you you can point it out you can be like yeah you know i don't really like this but whatever right but like if just don't like just don't get it and then wait for a sale whenever that sale happens so it's the same with the um that microsoft ssd the one that was like 200 plus dollars yeah. uh, you guys remember that yeah like people like were like yeah yeah people were really upset about that they were just like yeah. why is it so expensive it's just like isn't it like new technology for the console space like maybe mm -hmm. that's why and, that and it was sense. a proprietary uh the uh actual ssd exactly. and that fit into a proprietary expansion slot <laughs> on this console it's not like it was your typical everyday thing that you would just get off the uh like like i, I remember back last generation they had like uh, a external hard drives that you could connect to your xbox and they would have the xbox branded ones which was like basically just the, the typical seagate hard drive just green with like the xbox logo on the side and it was like 20 dollars more than the, the typical seagate the exact same model i would just buy the non xbox branded one because it was cheaper yeah. it did the exact same thing it's not like that this was a literal proprietarily created strictly for the xbox series uh devices that fit into a slot that it, it doesn't it, it's not gonna work in anything else and so if seagate is going to i think it was seagate right that made that if they're yeah, going to to put in the r d to make that happen then of course it's going to be a certain cost even then like in comparison to at that time other nvme ssd uh storage options it really wasn't even that much more expensive. I think on average it was like, like those other ones for one terabyte were like two hundred dollars. So this was like fifty dollars more than that. It was just like people just like to complain about things sometimes, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. R Ramon, what, do you, what are your thoughts on it? Are, are you going to get a PSVR two? And do you, what do you think about the price? At the moment, I will not be getting VR. Uh, I like it. I, I've tried it a couple times and it is um, like an amazing experience, but right now, I mean, I can, you know, I have to scrounge up time to play anyway. And half the time I play, I play enough to where I start feeling guilty. So, um, you know, you know, so I there's that factor. Um, the price for me at this time, like, I mean, I could, but if I got it, it would be one of those, uh, I'd be walking out of the store feeling guilty. So I won't be getting it at least right now, as far as how I feel about the pricing. Well, I mean, just to put in a little bit of perspective there, most of the, I mean, well, there's a good number of steering wheels for racing games that cost more than the console and they only do one thing. So, I mean, and that's right. a peripheral, right? You know, so with that, with that in mind, I mean, the, the VR does so much more than just a steering wheel. That's number one. The tech that goes into it, I mean, you guys have already covered it. The tech that goes into it is above middle ground with all the competing platforms, and it has the adaptive uh, hand controllers. I mean, 
all that stuff is a big deal. I mean, I know people try to play it down, but that stuff is a big deal. The tech and the headset and the controllers is is not a small thing. It's nothing to diminish. So, you know, oh, and uh, real quick, shout out to those of us up in Canada where it's priced at seven fifty. <laughs> but oh, anyway, man. yeah, you guys yeah, always yeah. get the the uh, the raw deal when it comes to pricing of it. <laughs> oh, bro, coming coming from somebody who uh you know born and raised in the states and then i moved up here and these prices man it's 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 a kick in the head so i mean you know <laughs> i wish games were 70 dollars up here at 90 but you know i just um i think it's fairly priced i think that you know unfortunately those who are less informed will be like well it costs more than the console and i think right. if sony can't and i mean their messaging has been so weird I, I don't i don't feel confident they do it but if they put in a little bit of effort with certain stores to you know they don't have any representatives though because i was gonna say like they could have people demoing it and at least like explain it jeremy yeah you know shout out to jeremy like you know they need people to at you know to explain you know what it is and what the value is that they're getting out of it and i think you know that might win over more of the non-tech minded gamer you know what i mean because if, if people just understood like yeah it costs more than a console but this is what you're getting then i think that it has a good shot to do some really good numbers not saying it doesn't now but you know what i mean so well that was the know. same well that was the same thing back in 2016 when the other one came out when part one came out because it was more than the console 399 3 300 for a base ps4 that was before the pro i believe came out so yeah it was before the pro came out but they um that was definitely a thing then and you're right i remember jeremy did a couple of demos inside of our store and I remember selling out of my VRs that day because the biggest thing about VR is, can you do it? 90% of the people that try VR love it. It just ultimately comes down to motion sickness and everything. And they did a lot of really cool innovations with this one. Uh, it just seems like VR is getting to the point now where that is not a thing of the past, but it's more of a less concern because you got the, the frame rates are so much higher in each eye, you get a better, you know, a better um, streaming, um, you know, representative of what the game is actually doing. So you don't feel like you're about to just, you know, go left into the, the toilet every time something flashes across the screen at you. So I do think that they will miss. I think that's probably the biggest thing they'll miss is the overall ability to have reps out there to actually talk about this stuff because they sold a lot of vr to a lot of casual people last time and i think yeah. that's probably where you're hearing most of this frustration from because the frustration is is just they like you said they really don't know they just they go where people tell them to go they you know every it's just just how it is you uh, if you tell them something is good I, I it's good okay all right later luca. i, See you, I luca. appreciate you coming through luca Appreciate yeah, you. Boys. Peace, have a good, peace, peace, have peace. a good day at work tomorrow. Have a good night. Oh, I will do my very best. All right, <laughs> bye. bye. But yeah, but in general, I just thinking, I just think it's uh it's a really, really cool thing. I just wish that they still had some type of representatives to actually kind of help with the the messaging around that because we all know home office ain't doing it good enough. Yeah, and and, and we can finish this up and move on. I think that the the, the last thing I'll I'll say on it, I think it is um 
I, I do believe, although I do believe that they will, it will eventually uh, be available natively on PC. It's, uh, I think they should go a step further and allow, I know that like Meta wanted to have like their games sold on PlayStation when vice versa and Sony was like, nah fam. I think like they, they still have some of that like console market mentality when it comes to a completely different market in VR and in order to survive in this market I think you're going to have to collaborate a little bit more than you do on the console side of things they don't have to collaborate with anybody on the console side of things they're the kings they're number one uh you're not number one in VR and if you're going to uh eventually put your your uh VR headset on um your product on PC you it is a cheaper, a good option in between the Quest 2 and the the, the the Quest Pro. And you are considering that it's on, it's not exactly on par. The Valve Index is a little bit better, but the Valve Index is double the price. It would be a great option just off the break for someone who's on PC to get into VR and get it. That said, if the only way to get the games is to get them through your launcher, or you're not able to play other games like that, like say Lone Echo or Half-Life Alex off of Steam, mm-hmm. then I can see some PC gamers saying it's limited, even though the hardware's there, but it's limited in what I can do with this because I'm only limited to being able to play the games that PlayStation provides or are in the PlayStation store. And so if that is the case, I think that they might want to reevaluate how they how they handle that when it comes to the PC market. Different, of course, for console, because in the console space, they're by themselves. There's no one else is doing VR but them. But in the PC market, you have competition there and you probably need to look at uh, how you're, you're deciding to go about that to make sure that you're getting the most out of the games that you that you sell. Because if frankly, <coughs> I'm a as someone who owns a VR headset, not really into VR like that. I have a quest too. Even even if it was coming to PC, they already say it's coming to PC, I'm not buying it. I have a quest too. And I barely use that. Don't even use it. But if I wasn't the VR, I would much rather be able to play Horizon for uh, Horizon Call of the Wild with my Quest 2 on PC. Than having to buy, spend five hundred and fifty dollars to play one game, or a few games that that they're a first party, they're a VR first party. Let me use my Valve Index. Let me use my HTC Vive to play your games. I think they would make so much more money in VR software by allowing it to be that free and not just locking it in on the PC market to strictly just the PSVR two. And they can still sell copies, I mean, units of the PSVR 2 to people who want to upgrade. But if you don't want to upgrade, why miss out on that sale? You know? Anyway, that's, that's just my thoughts. We can move on. Two, still a PlayStation topic. PlayStation 5 has hit 25 million sales. And uh, I think that's uh, this pretty good. They've, they've, they've got their supply issues, I think, straightened out for the for the most part and uh they, they've had a big of a boost they sold 3.3 million uh playstation 5s in the past quarter which is excellent and uh they're 
right on track with uh, with that system uh, being successful. They they're kind of trying to get back to where they were. I think they had projected initially, I think 19 million sold for the year, and I don't think don't quote me on that. I may have to go look that up, but I I, I don't think they're on track to getting back to where they their targets were when the year started. But it's good to see that they are like sales are picking back up. Um, in addition to that, PlayStation Plus is down 2 million subscribers but up in revenue which is kind of interesting let's let, let's let's talk about that for a moment forte what are your Yo. thoughts on ps5 sales and uh the ps plus uh subscription um dropping ah uh, the ps plus how much did it drop by did they say two it dropped two million subscribers <laughs> after the uh the restructuring of uh and the kind of the the melding of ps now into ps plus but it's up in revenue yeah it's up in revenue because people are more people are subscribed to the higher tier the premium tier um versus the um the free tier where you can get that um honestly numbers wise 25 million absolutely uh amazing they for the most part i do think there's still supply issues but i think for the most part they they're kind of through the worst of it i mean i we pretty much get them every two to three weeks now and we're, nice. we're, we're, we're pretty much in the amount that we get we're pretty much not out of stock but um maybe three or four days in a row before we get another set of them because it takes a while to sell through them all mm-hmm. uh so that so that means a lot of people are getting them the god of war system um comes out next week and uh i do know that stores are going to get a lot of those so um there's going to be a huge influx of that number when it finally comes out which is really really good a sony because they're going to inflate that god of war number like crazy because there's good because those are the only bundles they're going to have they're not going to have any other i'm telling you tell you right now you're not going to be able to walk into any retailer and buy a system next week that doesn't have god of war on it that's the only way you're gonna be able to get one I, I, that's just my tinfoil hat on it mm-hmm. but um so that that number is going to get really inflated which it deserves to be because it's one of the best games they ever make but um i think it's really really cool that they, that, that they hit that number now when it comes to the subscription dropping that goes with everything else you know a lot of people fall off a lot of people's membership um lapses i also think it just comes back to people don't understand how the membership works it's like first of all you walk into a store you can't just buy a three-month membership anymore you can't buy the gear membership you have to do it all through points because sony decided in their infinite wisdom that we don't want to make it simple for you at retail we want to say oh well buy these these playstation currency cards that are themed with playstation plus and you use that to buy whatever tier you want to buy to on the system so a lot of people are probably putting the money in on their they're probably getting the 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 point cards and instead of buying the membership unless they have to because they want to play online but i think they're just transitioning buying stuff for the games that they're playing and they got to remember the the games that these people are playing for the most part are free to play games and what is the one thing you don't have to have an online subscription for to play those games playstation it's always been that way but it's also think, it's also that way on uh on uh, on, on, on xbox on, now and the xbox and switch as well yeah so it's always been i mean it's, it's, but for playstation it's kind of been like this thing that's always persists 
So I do think that has a lot to do with it, but I do think the convoluted way that this membership is being pushed out to people really is it's, it's inhibiting them to make those numbers up on the back end. Now, I do think it's going to raise up over the holiday because you're going to have an influx of people buying the system. Uh, probably not right away because God of War is a single player game and you don't really need online for it. But once we get deeper into the holidays through Christmas, we get people open up their systems going into December and they get their gift cards. I think you're going to see that number jump up even more and it's going to fly past what they actually lost. So I think it's a net, it's like a, it's like a, a net zero, negative or whatever the word is for this. But I do think in general, the sales side of it, amazing because we're finally coming out the other side of that. It is not just PlayStation, Xbox has done it too. You pretty much always have Xbox Series X's in the stores, S's in the stores, uh, and it's gonna be really cool. The one fight that I'm looking forward to is what's gonna happen between PlayStation and Nintendo this year when it comes to the fourth quarter, because Nintendo has a lot of good hardware, like when it comes to like their specialty systems, like they got the Pokemon one that's coming out the set like the week after. And there's a lot of those out there too. So I'm really looking forward to the fight between Nintendo and uh, PlayStation for this year. Cause I do think those are gonna be like the two, the two man race right there. The Xbox is gonna still do what Xbox does. But uh, it's good to see that they finally got this um, shipping stuff in order. Do you think uh, do you think they're satisfied with their uh, um, PlayStation Plus subscription tiers and how that turned out? I mean, I think they're happy with it, but I mean, of course, I think they want more people in there. But like, I think that's that's part of their messaging. Their messaging is just terrible around it, and I think uh, we we really haven't seen any commercials or anything talking about any of that stuff which is really interesting because you got to think they everybody knows they have a subscription service but it's like they don't want to talk about it but it also seems like they don't want to talk about a lot of things due to other things that are happening in gaming that they're trying to put a stop to so in order for them to really talk about ps like playstation premium they got to talk about the benefits of it they got to talk about the games that are in there they got to talk about the exclusive items that you get in there and if you notice they haven't been talking about any of that stuff we were talking about it on brap yesterday call of duty has exclusive stuff in it and playstation hasn't even done a playstation thing about it. you don't even see playstation commercials about it activision and activision had to come out and say these are the things you're getting for call of duty if you're a PlayStation subscriber, so, PlayStation so you think they got they got a messaging issue, which is like this is this is we've had this conversation it's about messaging. Been, well, their messaging ever since Jim Ryan has taken over, we've had a conversation that their messaging has just been off. Like they don't yeah. explain things well, or not at all. And when they do explain things, they explain it in a convoluted manner that just confuses people. Like when the whole deal before they finally just said hey look look a ps5 version of a ps4 game is gonna be ten dollars more if it's a cross-gen game it's gonna be ten dollars more on on um on ps5 like before then it was just like they had to keep trying to explain themselves but like their explanations weren't good and then they would come out with like a graphic that would be like all these explanations <laughs> that didn't make any sense and trying to explain like 
well if you have this version of the game and or if you bought it through ps plus or if you got it to ps plus and then you, you gotta buy the whole game again if you want this expansion and it's just yeah it's super weird man. it's, it's just, not explained well and it's like i understand the why but the the how you're you're, you're doing it isn't good so yeah, I agree with that. The, the, the messaging has got to get better for them. You know, you know what is explained well, Slomo? The fact that I'm in the Fortnite eShop and um, Star Wars is in here. Oh my god, I'm about to spend too much money. Go why, ahead. Why are you on Fortnite right now, bro? <laughs> We're doing a podcast, I, I, man. I, I, I logged in to see what was in the shop. Like you, you were said, boring, in Slomo. No, he wasn't boring me. I always yeah, logged hey, apparently, apparently the show bores him. No. <laughs> no, no, I logged in to see what was in the shop, and I, Damn, I that hurts, no, man. No, listen, I was on Xbox, and Xbox had a nice little splash screen. You know how you know how marketing works on Xbox. My and the, hurt. And the, on the right hand side of the screen, they had a picture of Star Wars loves Fortnite, yeah, like, and I was like, Wait Forte, a minute, let me let me let me, let me say something to you. Fortnite, I got to go. You in there do this Fortnite. every show. And, we, we are talking about something <laughs> and then you change the subject about to something that's completely unrelated to what we're talking about yeah i'm just letting you know that there's I, I, a lot I, of we, you can tell me about this after the show is, is what i'm saying well calm down but go ahead yeah and you are a fortnite whale you you're a whale because <laughs> not only are you buying skins you don't even play the game to even enjoy the skins that you buy. But so, what I, but when I do play the game, I have the skins. You know what? Anyway, Ramon, what, what what are your thoughts about about PlayStation uh, Five hitting twenty five million units sold? Uh, looks like they're about. I mean, look, we never know what the exact number is. Microsoft isn't going to be forthcoming with the exact number of the Xbox cons Series consoles, but. Uh, I think I think the last rough estimate I saw was like six million, six to seven million more than what Xbox Series X is is, is so far so far. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that, and what are your thoughts on the PlayStation Plus subscription service? Well, as far as the console sales, I mean the the only way I could even say that you know it means anything to, at all to me is I guess I can appreciate. That, you know the health of playstation which means you know they'll be able to continue to give me the experiences that i like from uh, on the platform but other than that i mean if they sold 3 million or they sold 30 million in like 30 days i mean you know i don't get a penny of it so i don't care beyond wanting the platform to be healthy for my entertainment mm -hmm. as far as ps plus i mean some of what you like just what forte said it's it's been weird like ever since p ever since they bought gaikai and created ps now it's been weird because it's like they they have this service but they don't really even want to talk about it but you spend all this money on something that you want people to consume but you don't really like i wish i don't know how many people here have read uh uh terry pratchett and neil gaiman's good omens but you know basically uh the the angel owns a bookstore or uh, owns a library i think it is. no no it's a bookstore owns a bookstore but he's a book fanatic so even though the books are for sale he doesn't really want anybody to buy them he just has the store open because you know he has a bookstore and he loves books so just to bring it around a little bit as a, a horrible analogy luca would probably kneecap me if she was here and heard me saying <laughs> yeah, this. He but, like, it's, yeah but it's, <laughs> it's like they have this 
they have this service. They want you to buy a game. They, they want you to, to buy into it, but they don't really tell you about it because they don't really want you to be in it. And it's just, it's just this strange thing. And then their messaging, just like Forte said, their messaging is, is just so horrible. Well, you and both Forte said it. Their messaging is horrible. And the thing is, is they're like, I feel like they're like one step, one or two steps away from having this, the, the service being a tremendous success without having to have day one first party games because i mean as far as i'm concerned they don't i don't think they need it but all they need to do is deliver on their promises with the legacy games in the i don't know what is it premium or extra or whatever that horrible uh, convention, that fail of a naming convention yeah <laughs> yeah look yeah, yeah they like, I, the, 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 I was, the premium tier it needs some love it's the premium tier does, isn't it isn't it's not worth the price. The extra tier is where you want to be at. If you extra, care about okay, that yeah. stuff, at the extra tier, are. the extra tier gets like the occasional game that they market that gets uh, put into the service at launch, like Stray. The extra tier gets that exactly. The yeah. premium the premium tier is supposed to be you get that stuff plus you get the um plus you get what is it the uh uh the retro games the older titles but they don't have a ton of their their games in that right now so it's just like is it worth it is it is it worth the price i don't don't quite think premium is but go ahead yeah and well no i don't mean to cut you off but that's that's the frustrating thing is all they need to do is just take it take a couple steps like if they just put if they put indie if they got some indie games like stray for instance that mm-hmm. was a good that was a great idea if they did that and got some third party basically they could do what xbox does with game pass minus day one first party games and they would be just fine they would be just fine because people still want the experiences people value the games playstation gamers have proven over and over again that they are willing to buy games you know i haven't heard too many playstation gamers complaining about no day one you know uh first party games i know i don't complain about it so if they just did that and then just you know put their legacy games in like they promised they were supposed to do then you know and communicate if there's a if there's a reason why it's being slow to get those legacy games in communicate that let people know well this is what's going on or whatever you know but they, they just say nothing you know and then and they want you know and they wonder why people are complaining about their uh uh premium their premium uh ps plus mm-hmm. because they don't communicate and they're under delivering which is weird because playstation really delivers when it comes to a lot of things they do but this is just they're just failing it at premium so i don't it's not surprising that their sus- subscriptions are down assuming that that you know they're not just moving to different tiers within plus but no, no, I've ranted long enough. It might like just, it just might annoying. also be, it might be the fact that they finally, I think they went into this earlier than they wanted to. I just think that they had to get yeah. something out there. Yeah. And um, a lot of people can say, well, they don't need to have, they don't need to compete against Game Pass. Well, when, when, they really uh, don't. They don't, but they don't. They need but to do something right. <laughs> they need to do something right. And I remember when Jim Ryan said that they were working on something like this and that kind of acknowledged to um people that they were working on something so i do think that some people think that it needed to be at least serviceable or something close to what they have over there but it's not that but i just think that they just wanted to rush and get something out there that's why 
it doesn't feel as flushed out as we think it should be for what it is well hopefully they hopefully they can you know start pulling it together more over you know the coming months and years because you can see that they're almost there they're almost there you know when they have you know indie games like stray you know day one in the service and then you know they have and if they can just get some third-party games you know day one in the service as well you know and then on pre premium yeah premium you know start delivering on the legacy stuff like they really need to they promised that they said that was what's going to be in it and they need to get on that because people are investing in that and the offerings have been you know subpar so if they just can just handle if they can just handle that the service would be fine like they're they're almost there if they could just take the extra step through the door like the service is almost there and it doesn't right. have to directly compete with game pass you know but you know you know how that is though yeah it's all weird. right well we can we can move on to I, I don't want us to be here super late you know it's not gonna be 11 hours like the last show but you know it's definitely gonna be over two hours oh, but de- deja vu no it's not <laughs> happening <laughs> no um call of duty modern warfare 2 has uh been announced to be the fastest selling game in the franchise uh pretty awesome that's uh that's that's definitely difficult to do considering how i think was it black ops was it one it may have been black ops 3 can't remember but one of the one of the black ops games uh i think what had that title from like a while ago like a decade ago and you know what game beat you know what game that title beat it was black ops 2 that did it but do you remember what title that black ops 2 beat in order to get the fastest game the, sold of all time? the original modern warfare 2 yep yep Makes the sense. king is back <laughs> <laughs> well um you know it's uh it's, it's interesting because you know i think I think this game and the changes that they made, I think they, they've angered some of the the Call of Duty, uh, and we 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 we've discussed this before. I think they've angered some of the the hardcore Call of Duty community that have been uh, big on the game for a while. But I think they did it intentionally. This is my opinion. I think they did it intentionally for this result. They 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 added some um changes to the gameplay and some things that to kind of make it uh more accessible to people who aren't just call of duty fans and i think that's why it's it's got like this rejuvenation of more people playing the game uh and uh, at least this at this point faster than anyone else any other of their games have previously now i do have the we've talked earlier about how the performance isn't there and the, the the crashing is ridiculous. Uh, this footage here is from the first day that it was out on PC, uh, uh, the day of launch. Um, and so this is this is uh, actually the last time I was able to play it without it crashing over and over and over again. They came out with an update on PC the next the very next day, and that update added all the screen tearing and flickering all over the place which is annoying and and distracting when you're trying to you know hunt people down and shoot them all this flickering going on on the screen is like it's 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 distracting it could cause you to end up you know missing something but then the crashing mid-game is just the part the most frustrating part of the whole thing and it's it's 
I've always been a performance dude over visuals, over everything, really. And I'm giving them a lot of leeway by even still playing it at this point, considering how bad the performance was for what I paid for, which is a full price game at launch. I expect it to work. So like they need to, to get it together before I end up uh, playing something else. But uh, outside of that, like I, there, there are things like the barracks is missing. I've seen um, make, like big time Call of Duty fans mention things like the barracks is missing. Uh, there's no leaderboards. Uh, a lot of little things that are supposed to be typically there on the Call of Duty release aren't there right now. So well, that's it. I know I know Ramon doesn't play it, so it's fine. <laughs> But Forte, um, <laughs> we, we 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 talked about this a little bit already. But just again, mm -hmm. what, what are your thoughts on on Call of Duty being the fastest selling game in the franchise, and and also just on the game in general? Uh, I think it's great. It just reminds people that no matter how down a game can feel over the course of a few years, or how a game like a lot of people can feel like this game is killing the franchise. All it takes is some familiarity to come around and for a developer to put some real hard work into it to kind of give people exactly what they want and or things that they didn't even know they wanted to bring more people into the franchise. And I think that's what they did with this. And it's, it's kind of a it's kind of a relief. But I also think this is really, really benefiting the people that kind of just stepped away. Like for myself, Modern Warfare 2, um, is my favorite one of all the call of duty games so i was gonna jump in just to see what they actually did and what they changed so i'm taking in like the last three to four years worth of call of duty changes that happened um inside of this franchise and there's a lot of things that i like and there's some things that i don't like but for the most part is exactly what i expected it to be and um they're being rewarded for that i mean they're literally living off the name modern warfare right now because people really really understand what that is people really really loved it um a lot of people like i said really really love the story aspects the story based on i haven't got a chance to play that yet so just to know that this is the fastest selling one and the game has only been out <laughs> a week at this point is um something that they should celebrate and that's before Warzone 2 drops. That's before Season 1 drops. And we start getting all of the other stuff that's missing in the game because all that stuff is tied to Season 1, which is the 16th of next week. So I mm -hmm. think uh, once all that kind of hits, then I think we'll get a more true um, understanding of what people really, really feel and how they, you know, the reception of this game. But for a game that, you know, a franchise that people thought was in decline, it just kind of lets you know that as long as they have people that are willing to buy it and as long as they have a good story or they have uh somewhat of a calling card to fall back on to bring people back into the um back into the fold call of duty's here to stay and that's why you see companies like sony fighting for what's going on with the game and everything like that so um, it's a juggernaut and it's sold really really well and i think that it's going to continue to keep selling really really well and uh, people are going to kind of forget about what vanguard was versus what this game is now they're, they're, they're not going to be playing modern warfare one anymore they're gonna be playing two after this yeah i, I don't really think a lot of people were still playing modern warfare 2019 like that maybe like 
you know i don't know man yeah. I, I don't i don't know these things like I, I don't i don't my head isn't always into the call of duty uh ecosystem and community it and, is and what's now. Going on. Um, i mean i mean i meant the first one not the uh not not the uh, modern warfare 2 but uh yeah like like i said before i'm enjoying the game so far um and since we're on that topic we get this kind of segues into the the next topic which uh man I, i'm just laugh about to laugh at myself because i was trying to get a, a assassination on that guy and he turned around on me um anyway uh bill spencer is and guys this is going to be a very light abk acquisition conversation bill spencer has reiterated once again for the 5,000th time that call of duty will always be on playstation now whether that means he's talking about warzone we used to talk about every Call of Duty that comes out. I don't know. But he's saying Call of Duty will always be on PlayStation. As long as there's a PlayStation, there will be a Call of Duty on it. So, gentlemen, any thoughts on that? Oh, I noticed. I got to give Phil credit because he's a master when it comes to, uh, you know, words with a back door. Because mm-hmm. he said, you know, they intend on... Yeah, there's that word intent. intent. Intent and desire are always like his favorite. Exactly. So, know. I mean, you know, if they decide to go to PlayStation and be like, you know what? Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to have Call of Duty on it. So, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to design Game Pass for you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Game Pass? No, we're not having Game Pass. Well, that's how you're going to get Call of Duty. Well, no, we have our own service. We're not putting Game Pass on there. Oh, uh, I see. Oh, oh okay. That, well, that's a way out. See, uh, it's always yeah, okay, something. It's always something well, like that. You know, regulators, I know you're investigating us again after you approve the deal, but I mean, we, we tried, but they didn't want Game Pass on it. I mean, you know, we can't Not on our terms. them to do it. Right, yeah, right. I mean, you know, and, and, and look, Jim Ryan, to. Jim Ryan got terms too. Jim Ryan, like, we want everything exactly like we had it before. Excuse me? Exactly. Sir? What? <laughs> we want all the marketing deals. They own it now. Like, what are you, you own it, talking yeah, we, about? We all the marketing <laughs> You're not going to get the marketing. You're not going to get the perks. You're not going to get any of that. And once the contract's oh, up, it's money. going into Game Pass. Like, these are things. This That's non, yeah, that's right. a non-starter right there. That's non-negotiable. It's crazy. <laughs> How you going to tell somebody that owns the franchise that they can't put it in their service? Hey, man, I'm trying to tell you, man. This whole, I, I don't this whole want thing. you to put your product on your service. This this is why it's so, it's so asinine. It's why I said that it's, it's got to be just cat for the regulators it's got to be like you know how like you negotiate something like negotiations aren't and and this is just you know this is this is is free shoes for everybody this is this is stuff you should know if you if you're going to work a job or something or if you're negotiating on owning a home or something you always offer the price that isn't your initial offer should not be the offer that you want right it should be a different offer and then with the intention of settling on the actual price that you want even if you don't think that's very uh a very like a virtuous thing to do if you you feel like it's wrong to 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 uh negotiate in that way or discuss things in, in that way the person that you're negotiating against is doing that Mm-hmm. So you're really just hurting yourself, and whether it's it's trying to get a home, trying to get a job. I always say when it comes to a job, you ask for ten to fifteen k more than what you really want. 
so that you can end up negotiating your way down to the actual salary that you actually can live with because they're probably going to start lower or hey if you ask for 10k more and they say sure you just got ten thousand, ten to fifteen thousand dollars more per year than you were going to get before just for asking like so it's, it's always good philosophy to do that and then we'll come back to bring that back to jim ryan he's saying these things knowing damn well he's not getting <laughs> exactly but but look you say things that you claim that you need so yeah, that when it comes to making concessions you can give it up and knowing you never actually wanted it anyway or you never actually could get it anyway you give those things up so that you could get the things that you actually want and what i think he actually wants is just not to lose call of duty like he's and, and, and meanwhile also on the back end negotiate like working on c creating exclusive content for playstation that could potentially replace call of duty as being the number one thing on their platform so that's hey, that's that's my thoughts go ahead go ahead bro then we can move on nah, to the next topic hey, you know what guess what all you got to do is say you know what phil you can put game pass on my system as long as we can still sell it there too enough said game pass ain't no guy <laughs> it ain't no yeah way. it ain't gonna happen that would be the stupidest thing he could possibly do <laughs> let, <laughs> let the viper into your house and be like well, as long as you don't bite me i'll be all right i'll be uh, all yeah, right yeah, yeah bro i ain't gonna bite you i ain't, I ain't gonna bite you, you. <laughs> i ain't gonna let me just curl up gonna, on your pillow here homie yeah i ain't gonna wrap myself around your neck <laughs> <laughs> you can trust me you can trust me. You can bro. trust me. I be high on life in real life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, so like, no, let's no, move. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Right. Oh no, no. I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, it's nothing. This is nothing. This is this is a lot of banter and a lot exactly. of back and forth. And guess what? Yo, Phil. You know, listen, man. Phil said there will always be a Call of Duty on there. But guess what? I'm looking at my Call of Duty case, you know, shout out to physical games. And there is a, a, a code in here that's not a code, but there's a slip. It says Warzone 2 <laughs> free to play for everyone <laughs> inside the case. So who knows? I do think at a certain point, I don't think they are going to pull Call of Duty off that system. I just think ultimately they just want the King deal to go through. But I also think that they want to put Call of Duty in Game Pass. I think that's ultimately what happens. If they can make money off of PlayStation by having a game over there, so be it. But I think they just want to have the ability to put the game where they want to put it. And that's where Sony is fighting them at. And, and this they will ensure it's the best place to play is on Xbox. Yeah, uh, it's just guess exactly. what? Just like it's, Sony. Right, right now, the best place to play Call of Duty is it's is PlayStation. PlayStation. Like like even even though it performs better, well, it eventually will perform better on PC. Uh, you can play at higher frame rates and whatnot on PC. It that like you get double XP you know uh boosters and stuff with playstation you get exclusive blueprints on your you can get exclusive yeah. skins it's it's you're getting the definitive they say play experience with your friends on get you 25 more experience I'm right like, play oh. with your your friends 
and and, and that even counts for them even if they are playing with someone that's cross-platform so even if you're playing with someone on xbox or pc because you're on playstation and you're playing with friends hey 25 25 more experience everyone that i know that's playing this game right now on playstation is already at max level 55 yeah because I might have to, yeah. yeah it's pretty They're already true. there. They're already there. So it's you know it's pretty, really, it's pretty disgusting. But yeah, shout out to shout out to Phil and keep talking about this Phil. Let's go. <laughs> um, the last topic of the night is uh, a uh, topic that kind of well, actually, let's do a mini topic real quick because I said I was going to discuss this real quick. And Erodimus, for some reason, shockingly wants me to discuss AMD. So AMD, who also make makes the uh the architecture for the xbox series consoles and ps5 the apu that powers the them hmm? and they're part of the red team that slow-mo doesn't like i, I know i am not stop it i'm not people will stop believing you that i'm some kind of amd hater i am not amd hater the reason Listen. why it wasn't an official topic today is well one i was kind of busy and i didn't get a chance to actually watch their presentation that's one but two um, I, and I kind of said this about NVIDIA when we first like talked about their presentation it's all well and good when the, the CEOs of these companies do a live stream and they talk about how amazing their product is and how so much better it is than their previous generation product as well as how be- much better it is to their competition I don't care I don't care about it. and none of that. Where are the independent benchmarks and in the independent reviews? That's all I care about. All that other stuff, you, you are a a <laughs> you're trying to sell me a product, and you're going to talk up the things that you do well, and you're going to try to hide the things that you don't do so well. And AMD, uh, the weaknesses that AMD's offering is has always been um super sampling not being as strong um the the software that content creators enjoy from nvidia uh amd's uh versions of that do not compare and race they're, they're still abysmal on ray tracing intel just came out with a new gpu and they're just getting back into the gpu scene and their gpu is better at ray tracing than 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 amd so it's just like you gotta get better at those things but other than that just straight up rendering and sp- the speed of rendering uh what you see on the screen the rasterization they're on par with with nvidia in that regard and that's 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 always good to see and if you're not a content creator uh and you're looking for a gpu on the pc side of things amd is absolutely an, an awesome choice for you to take and cheaper because they're they're what is it the rx 79 what is it called the 7950 or the 7900 xtx 7950 7950 xtx is going to be a thousand dollars yep so that basically makes the 3090 ti worthless because the 3090 ti is eleven hundred dollars right now and if they're now if they're bench if they're very uh, very convenient benchmarks are turn out to be true across the board and not just the things they show us 
then yeah, it's absolutely the 3090 Ti is 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 worthless at $1,100, and the, and Nvidia is going to need to push out their uh, their middle offering, uh, their mid middle tier offering as quickly as possible. Um, oh, that's it. I. I think uh, actual real discussion on what AMD is offering and the GPU market and PC and where it's going and who's messing up and who's not really can't be done until we get reviews of those cards in like two or three weeks. Forte, do you agree? I do. I do agree with that. I do. Uh, I do think on top of that, competition is amazing and right. Uh, the biggest thing with it's just, it just seems like AMD since they always go second and everything it just i just feel like they since they go second it's like a lot of people that were really interested in buying like newer cars and stuff already get scooped up by nvidia because they already come through first with like the 4090 that they did this year mm-hmm. but i do think when it comes to like people after the fact nvidia i mean uh, amd does really really well in the second half or the beginning of the year because of that people see the uplift they see that people that you can um achieve if not you know comparable frame rates or better performance you can get overall better and that started with their cpu line now it's moving over to their gpu line even more and more uh people don't remember that the 6900 xt was an actual really 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 good card uh i do think that it got kind of hit hard just due to the fact that the uh, pandemic kind of raised the prices of those cars way out of proportion to what they were actually worth at the time and uh, we're not going to have to deal with that this time around so it is uh it's definitely interesting to see exactly what direction they're going in i didn't watch the keynote themselves but i watched a couple of um videos from people on it i watched like j2 says video and i watched a couple other people's and the performance looks really really good and like you said the fact that this thing is smacking a 3090 ti at $100 less of the price and that card is a last generation card kind of lets you know um where amd is actually sitting right now and um it's getting to a point where you really can just pick and choose you don't have to like you know do a lot of super research to see exactly what's going to perform better it's pretty much just go out and you know buy what's going to be good for your system what's going to be a really really good matchup for the hardware that you have and you're going to basically do well it's i don't think it's as crazy as it used to be in the past when it comes to performance and getting stuff that matches up with each other yeah and and this is my last uh thought on it and then we can move on it looks like uh nothing amd is going to offer for rdna3 which is their this generation of uh, gpus can match the 4090 it looks like they don't have anything that's going to match. Um, but it does look like that when it comes to the 4080, the 16 gig 4080, uh, like that's going to be where people are going to. And I, and I actually kind of feel like NVIDIA sold the 4090 first because they feel they felt like if they sold people the, the, the 16 gig 4080, um, that people would buy that primarily over the 4090 but the 4090 even compared to the 40, like some of the very preliminary benchmarks of the 4080 seems to be even a massive jump there um but the competition in between like what you buy if, if you're gonna if you want a 4090 just get a 4090 like amd ain't really stepping anywhere in that arena when it comes to that but 
if you are thinking about getting that 16 gig 4080, you might want to wait until the benchmarks in the comparisons because every comparison video, every benchmark video and every review is going to compare the 7950 XTE and the, and the 7900 XT to the 4080 16 gig and the 3090 Ti. And so from there, you can kind of definitely uh, figure out what, if you're looking to upgrade, what do you really want and what really benefits how you are with your PC and your gaming and me, I'm, I'm good with my 3080 Ti. I'm good for the next two years, but there are plenty of people out there who are still looking. So all that, all that said, let's get into this final topic. Finally, looking is free guys. Remember that. Me, sir. Looking is free. Remember that. What are you talking about? You said it'll just be lucky, and I said looking is free. Remember that? Yeah, but yeah. free free is also zero FPS. So, you know, you ain't getting no frames from looking. You you, you, you want to perform? You, you want a premium product? I mean, some premium gameplay experience? You're gonna have to pay a premium price. But uh, sure. let's move on to. God of War Ragnarok reviews came out today. It's I always find it. I always like. I kind of figured it was going to be like this. It's got 94 Metacritic right now, and I kind of every time I see a game, the reviews of it come out, and it's like the review embargo ended like almost a week before the game releases. That's mm -hmm. confidence. Yeah, that's big freaking confidence. That's like. Not only do we know it's good, we want the the we want the the public to do the marketing for our game. So we're gonna let it breathe. We're gonna let these reviews breathe for a while. We know the reviews are gonna be positive, overwhelmingly yeah. positive, because it's that good. We already know it's that good. So therefore, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just, let's do the let's drop that embargo a week ahead of time. <laughs> when a game really like Gotham Knights. A game like Gotham Knights drops their embargo like five minutes before the game comes out. <laughs> so they they don't want you to know how bad the game performs. So, but there's a huge difference, is what I'm saying. And so, um, once I knew when the embargo was going up, I was like, oh yeah, it's going to be uh, above a ninety, and it's got the same as as of right now. At least I haven't checked in a few hours, but. Had over well, well over a hundred reviews, a ninety-four on Metacritic, which is the same score that it had for God of War twenty eighteen. Which, as I said earlier in the show, I'm currently playing, uh, replaying through again. So, two questions I got for you guys. I'm gonna start with you, Ramon. Are you playing? Well, actually, three three questions. Three questions. Three questions for Ramon Terrell. Yeah. First question right. is: Are you surprised? Are you? Absolutely not. Okay, good. Like, it's, it's, yeah, as far as like the uh, the professional reviewers, like Skill Up and everybody, absolutely not. I am surprised that the well, I take that back. I w I'll be surprised if the Metacritic stays where it is when the general public can do it because. Well, um, that that'll be different review. Those, those are user reviews. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we've been seeing some uh, PlayStation games getting rated below nineties, and I'm like, come on. You know, but anyway, go ahead with the second question. Second question. Are you getting it? Oh, 
man you already know absolutely I, I, it's, I, it, it's a foregone conclusion on that one okay last I question rarely pre-order and i got the controller too so go ahead here's the spicy one we we all know that this game of the year competition is between two games nothing else has got a shot except for elden ring and god war ragnarok what game do you think is going to win game of the year i i'm not really qualified to answer that question because i've not played elden ring all i really i can speculate yeah i'm i'm planning to but i just haven't gotten to it yet so i'll just speculate based on no uh no experience but seeing the reception of elden ring and being reasonably confident about god of war based on you know like the previous one and you know having played it myself Mm -hmm. i think it's going to be a photo finish whichever game wins i think that the uh, elden ring has the advantage of being a new experience i mean yes it's souls like game but it's a it's a, a completely new ip new experience and you know it captured the uh it captured outside of its niche audience so it did it did something that no others from software game has done to date so um it has that its disadvantages if we count them is the performance issues that it had on every platform um the control scheme from what i've heard from people although it was fine it's you know i've heard it i guess a little bit dated i think not not dated but like it's you know it's nothing really innovative or there were there were some game design issues with elden ring that were a bit a bit obsolete a bit dated yeah yeah there's definitely some issues there that that it's not a perfect game you know by any stretch of the magic this is speaking for someone who platinum the game legitly not the fake oh. platinums that people out here yes i'm shading y'all the fake platinums y'all did where you you, you you took your game save and then you went back and you went back to your previous save before you finished the game and then you just did the quest or whatever to choose to get a different ending and then you got your three endings that way you platinum the game without actually doing it the legit way which was starting a completely different character or doing it through the game plus if you choose and really beating it three separate times i've actually beaten it four separate times but go ahead and continue okay so um <laughs> the the other disadvantage it has is i mean you know the game it's is a fine looking game but you know graphically you know it's it's not I, you know it doesn't really look very impressive so you know those are the the pros, pros and cons that i've seen god of war i mean we've already seen the footage and i mean even if it looked exactly the same and not even better than the previous god of war it already has a graphical advantage the performance options we've seen are just absolutely amazing like just all of the options that we have for what we want fidelity frame rate or everything is a is a step above everything so Mm -hmm. on console so i mean it it has that the storytelling it's like second to none i mean you know the first one the storytelling was amazing and everything we've heard from professional reviewers is the story kicks it up even higher you know the evolution of kratos and everything i mean it's you know one of the most compelling characters in gaming so i mean it has it has you know that advantage the combat is so satisfying so amazing that it's just it's unreal i mean that axe you know performing like me here is never gets old bless you so thank you 
I just think I think that uh, it's going to be a photo finish no matter what. If the only thing I could see, well, the one thing that I could see making, uh, you know, counting against Ragnarok, it's not something I agree with, but that because it's a sequel, you know, it's air quotes safe and that it's not it, it's not new and it doesn't give you that, you know, that same feeling that the first one did because it's it's a follow up. I don't agree with this, but I can hear that being said. So, I mean, that's the the best I could uh, speculate on it. And it's just going to be, I don't know, it's going to be close either way. But I I, I couldn't say. (laughs) I got you. Shout out to Dwayne Stone in the chat who also did three playthroughs for three different endings. We like things legit out here. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, uh, okay, I'm done slandering people. Um, Forte. Mm Mm-hmm. One, are you surprised about the reviews? Uh, Am I surprised about the reviews? I actually am. I am. You thought it was going to get the typical eighty-eight curse. That that. No, I still, I still thought it was going to hit ninety. That was something I said. It's still going to hit ninety. I'm not shocked that it scored in the nineties. I'm still, I'm kind of shocked that it still hit ninety-four. And that's not a bad thing. It's just that normally. You know, especially if you listen to like the the pre um, the pre discussion around the game where people were talking about their experience in the first couple of hours, it just seems like it was like eh, like okay, it's good, it's got a war, it's fun, it's it's got a lot of things going for it, but it just didn't seem like the game was going to kind of resonate as much as the first one because you know they there was a lot of things that were going with the first one where they changed the camera angle, they did the one shot the one shot cut when it comes to the camera itself. Um, they just they completely changed the combat up a lot. Um, story was completely different. Um, you're in a completely different mythology now. So there was a lot of things that really resonated, which made the game way more refreshing. Whereas I thought with this one, it would do the same thing. And and I think when I was on the phone with you earlier, I said the game. If the game is everything that the first one was then it deserves to be a 94. I just didn't think they would actually do it because, you know, we know how reviewers basically are. They always like trying to, oh, I was bored at this part. I was bored about this part or or the it was too much blow in this parts of the game. And if you look at a lot of the reviews, a lot of reviews basically did say that, like they said, they felt like it overstated. The middle, the middle was a little bit of a drag. Yeah, but the thing is, which I'm happy about, is they didn't penalize the game for that. Because that's normally where you get the penalization of the game, and they didn't do it. So I'm a little surprised that it hit 94. I'm not surprised that it's in the 90s, because that's what I thought it was going to hit was still a 90. Mm-hmm. Um, your second question is, am I getting it? Uh, not yeah. only am I getting it, I'm yeah. getting I'm getting um, the collector's edition. Are you buying that from Taz? Am I buying it from Taz? No, I already have the pre-order. <laughs> Even though a Taz needs to just go ahead and get that to me. <laughs> give it to I'll, me. No, he can't give it to it, me. It ain't uh, like you spent anything on it. You want it, man. Just, just, well, guess, just, guess give, me, just give me the collector's edition, bro. I'd, 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 lo- I'd love to have it. Uh, he ain't got to. Taz, he ain't got to pay shipping to give it to me. He could just bring, I'll just go to his house and pick it up. <laughs> I'll pay for the shipping. If that's the problem, I'll pay for it. Listen, he don't even have to go out his house. I could just drive there and pick it up. (laughs) He ain't got anything. He ain't got about us. Think about us poor folks up in Canada who pay twenty who pay twenty dollars more 
for uh, for everything uh, when you when you shipping that out. I'll pay for that ship. I'll, I'll, I'll kick you some shit. <laughs> okay, well, you know he, you're the only one that I will allow that to happen with. But um, <laughs> I'm definitely I'm definitely picking it up. I'm actually going to get mines on Tuesday night because I do the midnight and I'm going to come home and play it. And I'm off on Wednesday night, and I'm going to probably play until the sun comes up the next <laughs> morning. <laughs> so I'm definitely interested in that. So what was the last one? The last one is, who, what do you think is going to win game of the year? Uh, Got to wear Ragnarok or Ooh. Elden Ring? So, and you haven't played Elden Ring. I haven't, but you know, the but as much as people are going to finally say, he's going to say God of War because God of War is his favorite PlayStation game. No, I'm not. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Elden Ring because El like pretty much not trying to repeat everything that Ramon just said, but that is the reason why I think it's gonna win. I just feel like Elden Ring did something that most games don't do, and the games that do do that are the games that win game of the year. When you look at games like Zelda, you know, Breath of the Wild, it did something that no game in that franchise ever did before. And it brought people into that game that never even liked the Zelda game before. And that's why that game won game of the year because it did something different. And I think Elden Ring appealing to such a mass amount of people that had no inklings and in even thinking about playing that game uh i think that's going to resonate with a lot of the voters i do think that god of war is going i do think of the photo finish because it will it will not be a landslide it will be close this might be the first game of the year where it'll be nick and nip it up all the way through it where you'll see Elden Ring win a lot of rewards you'll see god of war win a lot of rewards you'll see some other games in the middle win a lot it won't be like 20 um like what's the name when red dead war and everything and then all of a sudden what's the name at the end came up and took it away god of war took it at the end of the year i'll actually say the opposite i think it will be like that again i don't oh, know for certain I, I can't say for certain right now what, what I think will win. I think I'm leaning a little towards Elden Ring for a lot of the same reasons you guys mentioned. I think that Elden Ring's impact um, overall will be bigger than what... what uh, God of Wars um, will be. Yeah, I think it will be a bigger impact overall. Um, and and it, what's going to be thought of is how Elden Ring uh, was able to expand beyond and and its impact beyond just the from software the souls games community um who are probably around the number of like if you look at like the last was Sekiro so like five million so like if you think that the souls community is like five million people just think about the fact that like this game within a month more than doubled that more than doubled that right so it was exactly. like 13 million in like a month oh, like word this, of mouth too. yeah it yeah word this, of mouth this game's impact was was legit and it was as well deserved it's a it's a it's a yeah. i think a, a masterpiece of a game that's flawed um we game with some game design issues that i think that whenever they from software does an expansion or a big or a sequel to this of some sort that like i hope that they uh address those things but I'll say generation-defining games are games that like actually influence other developers and how they develop their games. And clearly, right. 
we are seeing already how Elden Ring has is influencing what other developers other developers are going to do for the rest of this generation. So I think I don't think God of War is doing that. I think God of War looks like based off the reviews. I only saw ACG's review, um, and that's about it, really. Like I, I mean, I the reviews don't matter to me. I'm sold in the game. I'm sold in the game regardless of what reviewers say. That's it. I don't think Ragnarok is doing like the impact part, you know, which I know there's a there's a whole category games with impact, <laughs> but that's more of like a is that a whole category there. That's more like towards like, hey, this game, this game had was revolutionary in accessibility for people with disabilities or this game uh, had like, you know, featured the kind of uh, people that you don't see in video games uh, um, being prominently put as a protagonist, and therefore that was brave. So games with impact gives you, you know, like that's that that's what that award for. Right. One thing that I found interesting was uh, in Skill Up's review. Uh, he said that because apparently you get to play as Atreus as well. Ah, uh, the spoiler. I, this is why I didn't. Oh, is that it? I, I would say oh, that's just, that's because. Well, okay, because I was assuming you get to play as him because he's older, but I'm sorry. Yeah, I yeah, know. I would assume that too. But just like I'm trying, with maybe it's just me. But like whenever I'm hyped on a game and it gets close to release, I yeah. stop. Like, like the reason why I only watch ACG's oh, I review, watched, and I, I and, and I even feel like ACG revealed too much stuff. But like the reason why I, I only watch his review, because I'm not trying to see or read anything that would be like too much. I ain't yeah. watch no, okay, yeah. I ain't watch nobody's review. I I don't care. I I, I don't care. I know I'm going to play the game. I know I'm going to enjoy it. I don't want to see anything. So I, I haven't still haven't it. seen the trailer. I haven't looked at the latest trailer. I just looked at I looked I didn't I look watched, at the, yeah. This just, this I, this 1 minute launch trailer is the only trailer that I've looked at for this game since yeah, maybe exactly. the summer. I didn't even <laughs> watch that. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I'm trying. I'm trying not to the scene. So sorry if anyone you know heard heard that part. My, my apologies. Like, you know, it, apologies, it's it's not like he told you the ending. So <laughs> it's, it's not I, my, my not apologies. That bad. I was you know I, I should have uh, thought because I was just like I was like oh you know when I was uh, when I first saw it and I saw you know that Atreus was three years older. He's like in his teens now. I was like oh cool. We're probably gonna get to play as him. But you know, I, I probably should have considered that. So my apologies to the chat and everybody else. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. Um, I I still believe. Oh boy, Delhi's boycotting DPS now. Whatever. <laughs> you, you you will live. But my hold up, hold up. Delhi is playing the game right now. You liar. Okay, you are spoiled anything. You already know it all. You probably have beat it at this point. He told us last night this man got an advanced copy of the game, and he yeah, has I been be like more than half the way through it. So he's probably already knew all that information and then some. So I don't want to hear it die. I don't want to hear it from you. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I still, uh, say I do disagree with you about the video game awards. At least Jeff Keighley's video game awards. I do think that uh, what you're going to get is. 
one of these games is going to be winning awards left and right. It's going to win best soundtrack. It's going to win um, one of the voice actors is going to win voice actor of the year. It's going to win um, a bunch of different categories that it's, it's uh, nominated for. And then the other one is going to win game of the year. That has happened so many times. And so... And as you mentioned, the most prominent time that happened was when Red Dead 2 was up against God of War 2018. Red Dead 2 swept everything. So you think God of War is about to have what happened to it with with Elden Ring? Well, I don't know who is going to sweep up, but I know like we're going to live stream the video game awards like we always do. And we live stream it. We will know before the end of the show who who wins game of the year we will know you right because because it's going to be like hey and it's god of war ragnarok and it's god of war ragnarok it's going to be oh look they not going to let elden ring just sit there yeah just come home with nothing okay it's not happening it is one of if it's elden ring that's winning all the awards go ahead and just hand that game of the year trophy uh, whatever they give them to you know, to to Sony Santa Monica because they got it in the bag. You know it's so weird because when you listen to that, it's like Red Dead won <laughs> almost everything, and you would think if you're a game that wins almost every award, you would be the best game. But they didn't give. Well, it. there's a there's a well there's <laughs> another there's another angle to look at this though is if you like you're winning every single award and then you get game of the year like so the 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 other game didn't deserve like anything you know what i mean like you know it's that that happened horizon zero dawn in 2017 um which probably means the horizon might not win any look is there there's a best visuals (laughs) category yeah horizon might win that if there's a best vision but if there isn't Horizon might come out with a big don- a donut again. Again, again. Um, Spid- Spider Man, Spider Man 2018. I thought like Spider Man was my favorite game to- in 2018. I enjoyed Spider Man more than Red Dead 2 and God of War, but Spider Man got nothing. And they were nominated for five categories. It got nothing. That. I can't believe that. Man. So it can happen i just don't think it will happen with these two these two games are definitely the front runners for everything so but uh, yeah we'll, we'll have to see what happens we got a yeah, month they, we got a month to go they better be happy that nintendo delayed breath of the wild too i oh, i wish it wasn't delayed because you I imagine that kind of that wow that would have been that would have been a, oh my man God. No, that would have yeah, been, been too that much. Been the most incredible fight ever, bro. <laughs> you got Breath of the Wild 2, Elden Ring, and God of War. Look, next year's gonna be pretty spicy as well. You got you got Starfield, which has its following, right? You know, so it's definitely it's just gonna get nominated because it's a Bethesda game. You know, they, they, they get game, that yeah. they get that free pass. You got Nintendo yeah. always gets a free pass. Uh, one of Nintendo's yeah. games this year is going to be nominated as a token in this thing. So Breath of the Wild is already penciled in there, guaranteed. The only th- reason it's not yeah. going to be in it next year is if it get if, if the uh, the game gets delayed again. And then, I mean, Spider Man Two. There, there's there's more coming out next year, but I can't remember. 
everything. But it look, next year, look, Final is Fantasy. looking. Oh, yeah. well, well, no, that's, that's not that's not guaranteed. They said winter, twenty twenty three. Which no, no, Final Fantasy sixteen though, right? Oh, he said sixteen. Yes, okay, sixteen. Oh, 16. Yeah, sixteen is next year. Yeah. So. If it's not like fifteen, sure. You know, if it makes sense, absolutely. Like sixteen <laughs> could definitely be up there. <laughs> Because 15 <laughs> was a train wreck. Good grief. Did you just say not like 15 and it makes sense? As long as it makes sense. As long as, yo, 15 was awful, my it God. It can't be like 15 it has got to make sense. Yeah, Final Fantasy Final Fantasy lost me uh, with 13, and they're, they're, they're pulling me back in with 16 because I like the way it's looking. I haven't but enjoyed 13, the mainline Final Fantasy since ooh. 9. Oh, yeah, that, that's actually about right. <laughs> they, 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 they hit the pinnacle of pissing me off with 13 though man the, the almost the entire cast of characters with 13 were just that whole annoying. soap opera man oh annoying. my god it was so annoying you trying to say you didn't you didn't like lightning <laughs> you know what i was okay with like i was okay I with lightning. lightning wasn't that bad it was the rest of them it was the rest of them even the dude sucked. with the chocobo and his afro he was cool i ain't like him either actually <laughs> chocobo i think i think the reason why i liked him was because he was the first black dude who wasn't the stereotypical what a fool like you know the original seven he wasn't, uh, Final he wasn't, Fantasy seven. He wasn't married yeah so he was like a normal black person not this like black exploitation thing a they did food. with the original you know, yeah, Barry. yeah you know like <laughs> so I, think, yeah. I think that's what got him extra points for me you know <laughs> but but, but yeah, like yeah, yeah Final Fantasy 16 um rebirth is I think rebirth probably is gonna be like January or February 2024 they said winter mm -hmm. and winter isn't winter is actually December January February so uh yeah. the, it doesn't necessarily and, and even if it hits December that's too late for the beer game awards because it's the the cutoff is in mid-november so it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be eligible anyway but like yeah like next year is looking pretty stacked it's going to be uh although i think uh look i i 100 believe in nintendo's um like pension to get free passes and to have all their stuff treated as if it's gold when it's not and zelda like this big look zelda breath of the wild no matter how that game turns out it's gonna win game of the year next year For, i don't care if starfield comes out i don't care if skyrim 2 comes out like it's, <laughs> yeah, they, it's well they it's got breath of the wild in my uh decision to have sold my switch so that's how i'm 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 currently just uh rethinking my life on having sold my switch however you know maybe i'll just get a steam deck yeah i'm about buy, to say it get a yeah, steam and then deck. just buy the uh buy the game and then emulate it on the uh, on the, the steam deck because if i'm going to buy nintendo games at least i can get them with proper performance all right well that's, that, that's, that's something a, to think about that is all the topics for tonight Appreciate you guys for coming through. We appreciate um, you. Thank you. Thank Most you. definitely. Um, we are uh, going to get up out of here. Um, Ramon, let the fine people know where to find you. And um, I do have your your uh, your Twitter um, uh, account in the description of the podcast. So if people want to, you know, find uh, look up Ramon on Twitter and and curse him out 
for spoil for doing a a, a minor spoiler for uh, God of War. Um, go ahead and do that. <laughs> so, so, so uh, no, go ahead. No, no, I, I, I would just say well, I, I I appreciate you coming through, and uh, again, yeah, just, just just let everyone know what to fight, and also uh, uh, plug your book. Okay. Um, well, well, first off, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's, I mean, I love the show and you guys are awesome. So, you know, I really, I cherish every time I get to be on the show. So thank you for that. Thank you for the chat and uh, everybody being kind. That's always awesome. Uh, I'll take some of that smoke, but you can direct some of that smoke to uh, skill up because he said it and I just repeated what he said. So, uh, you know, just well, we divide, got divide smoke. For, we got smoke for <laughs> shill up every day of the week. So it's, it's it is what it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still fairly, fairly new to the gaming community, so I'm not familiar with uh, what, what, what Mr. Shill up has done to earn that nickname. Oh, it, it's, it has something to do with uh, a certain yellow chair in Cyberpunk. Ah, okay. Yeah. You know, it, pretty much the the same thing that all of them have in common. <laughs> okay, because okay, conveniently didn't realize that the game was busted <laughs> when they got their oh, chair. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see that review, so yeah, that's probably why I, I uh, like uh, still talk up his stuff. So okay. But um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Ramona underscore Terrell. Uh, you can find me on, I don't know, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, Apple, uh, you know, Kobo, anything uh, under my same name, Ramon Terrell. If you like to read epic fantasy or urban fantasy, vampires and werewolves or fantasy humor, um, have a couple of series that are finished, a couple of series that are ongoing. So if you just look up my name, you'll find my stuff. And yeah, it's uh, it's been awesome. So Thanks for having me, and uh, it's always a pleasure. No problem, Forte. Uh, outside yeah. of playing more Call of Duty, what, 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 what do you what do you got going on for the next week, man? Oh, for the next week, uh, working, 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 and then playing Call of Duty, and then working some more, and then working and working for another three days, and then God of War comes out, and then I'll turn my PlayStation Five on, and it won't just be a Blu-ray player anymore. And it's amazing and i can't wait for it to happen but no outside of that nothing else really i kind of just been taking a seat back like i've been doing a lot of yard work and stuff like that because uh we got nine trees on our property and um oh man those, that's those too leaves, much those leaves ain't picking up themselves i didn't already went through what we didn't already did 37 bags mm. So the leaves uh, are good. The leaves are good for your soil, and they also house uh, uh, organisms that uh, live there that are beneficial to the environment. So you should guess, probably leave the leaves there. Guess guess what? That's what I do. Guess what? My wife is like no because I'm lazy. My wife. Well, that's oh, why I do. It. <laughs> I do. It have, have, your, have your wife Google it though, because there's benefits to leaving your leaves down. They're okay, really I'm gonna tell you like I'm gonna tell you like my 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 um, neighbor told me. My neighbor, when I was out with, you know, I had my neighbor was I was out with the, you know, the backpack blower and he was like, hey, you do know that the rest of the leaves are going to fall. It's going to you going to wake up tomorrow and it's going to look like you didn't even do anything. I was <laughs> right. Like, I said, yeah, I know you're right. But guess what? When my wife leaves to go to work in the morning, she's going to see all of those bags over there. And when she looks around, she's going to be like, oh. He actually did do something, and I'm trying ah, to. So, okay. so listen. So, so you, you're trying to give the appearance 
yes. of being helpful <laughs> is what you're saying. No, I'm definitely being helpful. Not but, really if no, no, more no. leaves are going to fall and it doesn't matter. No, 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 no. The leaves are going to fall no matter what because all. Okay, so this is how I'm, I'm going to tell you how my wife is. She is not she when she looks at the neighborhood, she's like, I don't want my house, our leaves taking over our yard like everyone else's. She wants me to be proactive and she wants me to start on it early. And I'm telling her, I'm like, babe, we still got four of the trees in our yard and they ain't even dropped their leaves yet. She's like, well, it will be less for you to do later if you do some now. Ain't and that like, great when, when people be like, like, like you should do <laughs> extra work. work. Right. See, if it was I'm trying to me, help you. And, and, and it's, it's no big deal. So even easy. though I'm not doing anything, but it's you. You're doing all the work. But what, 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 what's the problem? I don't understand. But, look, look, so, so, so I went out. <laughs> so, me knowing that I was like, okay, I know that I was gonna go. I was just gonna wait for all the leaves to drop, and I just go out there one time, spend the day out there, and get everything up. But then my wife was like, "No, I need you to do this." And, and to her point, she's not one of those people because she was actually out there today because I did them last week with the blower she went out while i was at work this week and she actually raked them in the pile and stuff and the kids were out there so she's not one of those people she actually would go out there and do the work herself too but it was just the fact that i was on the i was looking at her on the ring while i was at work i said babe why are you doing that with a rake we got a freaking backpack blower in the gr i don't know how to use that i was like well you need to learn how because you've been out there for like four hours. Yo, real I, quick, I, I just uh, saw slow-mo get blasted right out of the screen. That was hilarious. Oh, I did see that. I did see that. I did see that. Oh, last thing. So what, what? Gaming, for, gaming for it to everywhere, YouTube, Twitter, Xbox, on PlayStation. I will uh, direct you, Ramon, to the scoreboard to see. I'm still at the top of the scoreboard with the most kills, but go ahead. Go ahead oh, there ain't no doubt these skills, but that was hilarious. <laughs> but but uh, we were just yeah, talking about... Like but we, we were just talking about Game Awards and... I remember last year, Ramon, weren't you on the Game Awards with us last year? Didn't you do it with us? Yeah, I was. We might have to we might have to we might have to make this a, a reunion again if you ain't got I would nothing. Love going that. On. I will make I will do my best to keep my calendar clear. Yeah, I think That'd that would be, awesome. be I think that would be awesome because I, I like the I like the dynamic of that when when you're around. I, I agree. That. I concur. I concur. Um, for myself, uh, you can you can catch me trying to beat God of War 2018 again um, before. Uh, yes, it will happen. I'm, I'll, I I think I'll get it done this weekend um, before uh, Ragnarok comes out, and as well, and then after that, after I, I beat Ragnarok, I plan on probably getting back into Plague Tale Requiem because I haven't really played that too much. Um, and but then you know, of course, multiplayer games. Huh? Have you played Horizon? Bitten West? Yeah. Have you went no. back and played it ever since you stopped playing it when I did. came out? I did. And you know what keeps How? happening? What happened? I keep fall I keep falling asleep. Cause I'm so oh, bored. Man, come on, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, the game me. is boring. I'm sorry. Aloy oh. is a terrible protagonist. Yo, look, look, just, oh, she, you know, I can say this cause the game been out for almost a year at this point. She is boring. And I think that the, 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 they did her an even bigger disservice and something that I didn't put on the docket. I forgot to talk about. 
um, was it I, and I put it in the outline for you guys on what the topics were is that the lead writer, the senior writer for Horizon Forbidden West, is now working on the narrative team for Fable for for, for uh, the Fable reboot. That's not a W. I don't want to see this person anywhere near Fable. You, I'm not gonna oh, say you suck, man. but like I, I, I am not yo. With, now Horizon Zero Dawn had 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 story pacing issues, right? Um, but I thought the story was generally good. It's just they needed to fix the pacing of the story because it was like it started off strong and then it had like 15 hours of just like really bore, nothing going on and before the story picked back up again. Now, my issue with Horizon Forbidden West is just where they went with the story. I lost almost all interest when they reveal and look it's, it's been out since february so if you haven't you don't know this yet this is on you okay let's but go. when huh i said let's go i don't i want to hear this <laughs> she's not even look if you played the first game you know she's a clone of this woman who's who saved humanity right she's a clone that's what she is yep. now yep. you find out she's not even the only clone so everything. So she's not. Special. You you so you you weren't special. unique already. Now you even less unique. It's <laughs> just like, bruh. Con contrast it against what uh, beta is, though. I mean, uh, I'm not, just uh, like, what the freak? <laughs> Yo, like I'm talking about when I saw that, like Mike, when when the other clone was revealed, my mouth hit the floor. I'm just staring at the screen, not out of shock. Ooh, this is so good. Shock of like, what the what is this like i was so i was so mad and maybe this is partially because i had some theories of where they were going with this story and my theories i think are superior and were nowhere near <laughs> reflected in what they did and i'm just like disappointed with that but I mean, look it's my personal opinion if you enjoyed it loved it platinum it more power to you i'm glad you enjoyed the game you're probably going to be hyped because the, the game is likely will get a sequel and you could enjoy more of that boring product. Myself, though, <laughs> I'm done. Like, I'm probably not going to finish this game. I At this point, I'm not even, when it comes on PC, I'm not even going to get it on PC. Oh, shit. God not dang. even. Lame, hey, sir. Lame. I'm sorry. I'm but, sorry. but, like, I'm not even probably going to just buy it the benchmark it like some PC people do <laughs> and do a benchmark video and then refund it back. I'm not even doing I, I don't do that kind of stuff. I may, if I do a benchmark video, it's because I, I actually generally go to play the game and whatnot. But no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> that was that was way worse than that, that went was way brutal. left. I didn't expect it to go that. I my whole thing was saying when he said he's gonna go play Plague's Tale is. Hey, didn't you say he was gonna go back and play other games? It didn't. Oh no, I'm actually gonna go back and play Plague because Plague's Tale has a good story. So oh, yeah, I mean gameplay wise, it's not the best, but it's never been the best for that. that but it's got a good story, and it, it's, it's on my list be, after Ragnarok. Hmm. I said, yeah, that's on my list after Ragnarok. So basically, what you say? So basically, what you're saying, Slowbo, is that Forbidden West has it's a good-looking corpse with no soul. Oh my God, you had wow. to elaborate. That's, that's pretty. Killing that's pretty it, harsh. Man. But yeah, oh, that's about it. <laughs> oh my God, y'all killing me, man. Taylor <laughs> is an outcast. <laughs> Even if she is boring, everyone around her is very interesting. He said that that's he said that's hard. Oh, that's man. accurate. 
Dang. Okay, end the show. All right, we're done. (laughs) Appreciate all you guys for coming through. Uh, You can find the podcast on um, tomorrow on your favorite. If you listen to this, then do you want to? Hey, look, if you want to replay this again, sure. (laughs) Then listen to this on Spotify uh, and, and video format, by the way. Um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, all your favorite podcasts and apps are going to have it. I'll have it up tomorrow. Um, we're going to actually end the show, and it's not going to be go, go on until the morning, so you don't have to worry about that because I'm hosting tonight. And I uh, hope you guys have a great evening and enjoy your games. Enjoy your games. Peace. Later on, y'all. <laughs>